Think about that. I have told people on Twitter that's my name, but no oh. one likes it. Everyone just goes, bye, you're Harold. I'm like, <laughs> that's not my name. It's a silly, it's a curb, it's a curb joke, but no I know. I, the I real, got the reference. No, that's, I take solace in that. The real ones, no. Yeah, I'm a real curb head, dude. And also, <laughs> Funkhauser just died the other day. So I'm, I'm I, was, like, I was legit <laughs> bumped about that. I had to take a few minutes and compose myself. Yeah, dude. Nah, because me and Weiss, me and Weiss, we call you the bingo. Yeah, I know. Like, and uh, Paul, Paul once told, like, Paul told me that they call me that, like, in life. It's funny. The bingo? No, legitimately, like, we were out, me, me and Weiss were out, and we were, like, <laughs> and we were talking about Greedo, and he was like, you're from New York. Like, how did you get into Greedo? I was like, it was the bingo, yo. <laughs> <laughs> bingo got me into it. He was like, oh, <laughs> You've been bingoed. That's your catchphrase. We just made it up for you, and that's oh, that's gonna stay God. with you forever. No, that's terrible. <laughs> so, uh, I think that's a good way to start the episode. I don't know about you guys. We should just hop right right in from there. A little 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 candid intro. Um, so today we are excited to have on. We'll, we'll we'll call him by his Twitter name, not his government name. I'll edit that part out. We'll call him Mr. Harold Bingo. Uh, Harold, what's going on, dude? How are you? I'm straight, man. Just enjoying my Friday. I'm, I'm washed, so I'm inside. Talking, nice. I'm, talking, I'm inside talking about music. Yeah, this is a really lit Friday night for us. Um, shoot, doing a, an episode of the pod, you know. This is what it. This is what I'm happens. Going out after this. I don't know about Shadow. No, I'll probably stay in. I just, I, I'm. I'm also watched. I'm almost thirty. You don't go out at, on Friday nights when you're almost thirty. Oh yeah, I forgot. You guys are old. <laughs> I'm an old. I Harold, got no. I got no image to maintain. How how uh, how old are you, Harold? How old do you tell people you are? Uh, if I'm if I get to pick, then I say I'm just I'm twenty. <laughs> yeah i'm sure people fall for that all the time um, no but i'm on the opposite side of 30 so that means by by twitter by twitter logic that means i'm like dad i'm in the grave yeah oh for sure dude We're yeah you're you're America. beyond just, beyond one work. of my mutuals just made a crack about me knowing about the vietnam war and having been <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. He, he was there to see it that's, folks that's just that's just that's just my daily reality so uh, we wanted to have Harold on because uh, about a week or so ago, he published a piece that was about 200 of his favorite <laughs> hip hop songs. So we're not going to go over all of them. Um, I, I don't think we have enough not. time. That, that was just, that was just like <laughs> me being deranged, basically, and people, people went along with it. Stream of consciousness posting. And gave me encouragement, isn't it? Yeah, I I, res- I respect the po- the posting I mean, ability. It legitimately had uh, me and Bingo tend to agree a lot, but it legitimately had like a lot of my favorite shit that came out this season. So season whole year, year. <laughs> it's Bingo yeah. season, so, folks. I mean, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah, no, no. So I, I just I, I was excited to have the homie on because it's just like everything he put in that piece is something I've been shouting out on this. On For this sure. Box, yeah. So. I think that uh, another reason why we wanted to have Harold on is because he has put uh, a lot of people. You're one of the few people that I follow on Twitter who, does legitimate digging for new music beyond just 
you know, the, you know, Spotify shoving Drake's Scorpion down your throat and, uh, you know, the albums that Pitchfork reviews. You got to um, bend the algorithms to your will. That's what I find. Oh, yeah. How, how did you do that? How do you have a, a hack? Lot of, like, I know, like, a lot of people poo poo YouTube for music discovery, but like, there's so much stuff that just they don't put it on the paid services. And if you don't, if you're not on stuff like that, you're just not going to find everything. That's true. I guess that's kind of been the it, the evolving. It's of the funny platforms. though, like because like in, in fairness though, like Blueface is on everything. It's and not. It's, it's not like, a new thing, like, but like for right this like for this moment in time, like like for example, right. um, everyone who has been watching the Walkthrough Texas Ranger video, that's like he just threw that on YouTube. That's I I wanted to put up an Apple Music link, but it's just it's not there. Yeah, it is. Um, it's got to the point where I think. Because the majority of people have their their stuff in order, right? They have stuff they'll they'll just submit it through like I don't know, like a CD baby or whatever they use nowadays. I know that those companies are pretty much going away because you can now submit directly to Spotify. You can post on your SoundCloud. You can post on your YouTube. That really just leaves Apple Music and Tidal being the only ones left. But I think we're we're a little bit past that era of where people specifically just post things on YouTube. Do you remember like five or six years ago where it was like none of these songs were on any streaming services? And you like I got all of my music through YouTube, I think. I think I discovered most music through YouTube or SoundCloud. And now it's pretty much all Spotify. And as you said, the algorithm is pretty much just recycling the same five artists that uh, I, or people that are similar to the same five artists that I've been listening to for quite some time now. So I guess I got to figure out how to hack that YouTube algorithm to find more stuff because I see you guys tweeting more about people that I've never heard of more so than anyone well, else. Like, like wormholes, you just do it often. It's just like wormholes like, open up. You find one guy and then it's like, oh, he's affiliated with that one. Yeah, exactly. It yeah. just right. Never yeah, exactly. Exactly. You fall into a YouTube hole of slash yeah, like That's when you fall I, into a Wikipedia. Yeah, hole. like I started listening once I started listening to Blueface. I started listening to Frosty. Right. You know what I mean? Like, and like it's just like usually, from there it just goes. Yeah. YouTube's pretty good about that. Yeah. So because um, I I first listened to Greedo, I first listened to Greedo, and then like what came up on YouTube was Draco Draco. Featuring Greedo out the slums, and I was like, "Oh shit, what the fuck is this?" And I was like, "Oh wait, <laughs> this shit's obviously crazy." So, and then you could bounce like, around from there. Yeah. yeah, other than the fact yeah. that uh, YouTube gives uh, you know alt right pieces of shit a platform, it's pretty good. Um, so <laughs> we can hop into uh, the actual reason we had uh, Harold on, which is we wanted to talk a little bit about our favorite albums from last year. We know a lot of places put all this stuff out in December, but we're lazy. And also we wanted to give, uh, you know, everyone some time to kind of, you know, read through all the lists that they came across and, you know, no one's really listening specifically to our podcast. Uh, we don't have thousands of listeners, so we can kind of do whatever we want. So we waited until the first week we let December pass. And there was actually a, as 21 Savage proved, uh, as Jason said on the last episode, sometimes, good albums do come out at the end of December. Sometimes these albums that will now be included well, yeah, I mean, in next Cold year. Devil, Cold Devil came out like, That's the thing. and technically came out in 2017. But like, it was like Cold December Devil, 2018 release to me. Like, that's... Yeah, that's what everyone said. It was on all of the Cold Devil by uh, Draco the Ruler was on. It's not all like you lived with it and processed it and digested it in a week, you know, it unfolded. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, over the course of... Uh, 
the year that seemed to be one that held up amongst uh, at least the blog fans and the um, the Twitter heads in terms of making a in bunch fairness, of year end lists. They got a seven point eight on Pitchfork. Like, I mean, Paul Paul well, is the one who got to have too, the capable but... hands. The people who are need to be telling the story. Right, exactly. I mean, like what I what I, I I'm seeing more and more with Pitchfork is just like. Alphonse is doing a lot of stuff and like he finds Alphonse a lot of shit. And Paul, like, those are the guys you trust trust them. Yeah. If they're telling you about something, they're not it's not a narrative or whatever silly <laughs> They're not planted. It's not an industry plant. <laughs> <laughs> we've actually we've actually We've actually realized that industry plant just means artists uh, that I don't like. Uh, I, I you don't like paying attention to this, so and I don't <laughs> like it, so it's a plant. Yeah, exactly. If I don't like someone, I'm like, yeah, it's bullshit. That's a plant. That's just a, which is another thing someone brought up. They were like, no one calls like an indie act an industry plant or like a a rock act or an like even electronic. Like no one's really ever called an industry plant. Yeah, it's, it's only fun. in hip hop. All those conversations. So I don't know. Do pop and rock fans have these arguments? I don't know. I've never seen it. Maybe I'm just not like tuned into it, but I've never seen anyone. Because I realized country has its own version of the mumble rap argument. Theirs is bro country. If you get the right, if you get the uh, person, you get a bro country rant. The Toby Keith. I assume the Toby Keith and that so that awesome. lane. They don't. They don't like the bro. They don't like. They don't want their country. Oh, I didn't see. They I don't like. Know that. Yeah, I mean, they don't like Casey Musgraves either. Like, like I've I've heard a lot of country people saying, "Oh, she's not because really she's country, like all like, country, she's like more." Yeah, pop. it's good. I'm just glad to see other other sects of fandom have these innate arguments. It's just <laughs> yeah, it's just an endless loop that never goes anywhere and really doesn't contribute to the conversation at all. It's what we live for. Uh, and it's why we started this podcast. But um, so uh, just to hop right into things, I think what we can do is we're going to talk first. We're going to talk about our favorite albums of 2018. And then we're going to dive into our our listeners poll that I posted, which it deals a little bit more with best albums, best songs, worst albums, worst have songs. takes on their takes because there will be takes. Yeah, we'll definitely discuss that. Um, why don't you start off since you're the guest? We, we could just read down your list. We could go 10 to 1. You could explain a little bit maybe about – we could chime in from here and there to here. I know Jason will probably agree with a lot of what you said. So what was your 10th favorite album of the year? The album – see, because for me, I didn't like numer- – I didn't necessarily do a numerical thing for it. Oh, you could just have 10 albums. I'm not – whatever. It's all so, – So obviously, like, the, the obvious ones are, like, Burn a Boy. Like, that's just, like, I don't – I feel like I personally can't do it justice to explain how good it is. Like, <laughs> and who's that? It's it's Burn. I'm not even see. I'm not even familiar with this album. So I think it's a good he's, good that we had you on. It's not necessarily Afrobeats. He more describes it as Afrofusion. But I'm sure Jason. I know Jason knows about it. Okay, you you know yeah. Burner Boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Burner Boy's good. Um, it's not. I wouldn't. It wasn't in my. It wouldn't. It wouldn't be in my top five rap releases, but it's very good. Yeah. So, uh, who, is is the I, album called Burna Boy or is the rapper Burna Boy? And Cold Devil are you know indisputable. Those those. Of course, yeah, yeah. And then, I really liked Nicholas F's album, which I felt like didn't get a lot of love from the people who. I was like, where are all these people that supposedly love this stuff, this type of thing for this album? What was it called? <laughs> See, I don't even know. That was very good. I really liked Melly was up there for me this year. I don't think I think I've known just the Draco album. And did you say Greedo too? Yeah. 
Okay, so I've known the Grado, uh, Grido and Draco. To get a little less obscure with it, um, Ray Schremer's album was phenomenal for me. I, okay. I didn't understand. I didn't see and the uh, seemed like everyone was in a rush to rank those. We couldn't just say, "Oh, it was all." Really- <laughs> No, this is 2018. Now 2019, we no, have no, to rank. Things. Yeah, like I, I like the Ray Sherman album. Rush. I like the Ray Sherman album. I think it's a little long, but I do like it. For me, it was just like I never. It was just like wow, I like the whole thing. Like I just never. It, 27 songs, and I never felt compelled to press the skip button. So that seemed pretty noteworthy to me. And later, we will just discuss a little bit about a certain verse on that album that was brought up a lot throughout these polls so uh, yes and i think you probably know which one it is but uh so we got the race grandma album which i can never say the name of i just say right grandma i say it really fast because I, I don't know how to say it i don't i don't like <laughs> mozzie in trouble i think you have to be in any respectful top 10. mozzie I, I i would be jason did mozzie make your top 10 um, Mozzie did not make my. Top I'm surprised because I know um, you love him and I know you love that album. I love Mozzie. No, listen, but like, but like, so like, Mozzie has a great Mozzie. The, the Mozzie and YG song is one of my favorite songs of the year. But um, I think my favorite Mozzie project might be like a six track EP he did. Um, it has "Who Am I" on it, which is probably like my all time favorite Mozzie song. And like that, that's probably my favorite Mozzie project. And then he has one with. Um, uh, Rick Ross's boy Gunplay, which is which is really love good. Gunplay, and um, Trouble was the other one that you. I haven't heard his name in in quite some time. I didn't even know he dropped a project. So you had Trouble on there, Harold. Trouble was somebody who's. I feel like this was a good year for him because he was always like Scoobzilla is really really good. I feel like that's a tape that a lot of people probably should go back to or that didn't get the love it should have. But it feels like Edgewood, I feel like a lot of people caught on. Like, it was, it was a good thing to see. Probably more people need to know about it, but it was still – the reception for that project was a plus to me. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's interesting because I, I literally haven't heard of most of the albums that you mentioned, which is something that I think a lot of the year-end lists – and I'm, I'm guilty of this as well. My year-end list includes a lot of albums that most people know. I don't think that – I don't have a ton of obscure – do you think that there is – do you think pe- I don't want to say people are afraid, but I outside of maybe passion wise, I don't think that I saw any list that didn't have majority were major label albums. Well, I think too, like to be fair, like I think this was actually a year where like you could like no matter what way you want to lean, you probably could have made a pretty decent list because there was a good there was a good amount of decent major label stuff. Like that's true. You could give, you could give Daytona its flowers. You could give Invasion of Privacy its flowers. You could give Astro World. There was a bunch of like. Absolutely. <laughs> Jason will never get over that. He'll never like a Travis album. Oh, it's Astro like Astro World like, is the line we're drawing in the sand, Jason. <laughs> <laughs> All right, but like, okay, you so don't. I, I think it's fine. Like, I think it's packaged really well. I just like Travis Scott. Like, do, like, what's the feeling? Like, do people really like think that this guy is the creator of like the creator of this thing, and he's the musical director? And because like I read all these reviews and all everyone's what everybody's saying on the album, and I'm kind of just like, I mean, the best song on it is good because of Drake. Well, actually, sicko mode. Is, I don't even think that's in it. I honestly, I don't even like sicko mode anymore. Oh no, sicko mode's fire though, Trill. Come on. Like, it, it, I think it, Travis it, Scott's the best. I think Travis has the best part on sicko mode. I said that. I think Harold would agree. What I that I really enjoy it. Like 
and I'm not even a Travis person, but I was like, yeah, like that, that was like peak Travis to me. It was a really good beat. He, he even strung together some memorable parts. Like he, was, that's probably the best rapping I've ever heard from him, which is not saying much. He's not a very good rapper. <laughs> it is the best rap. No, no, no. But you're right though. It is the best rapping he's ever, actually, he's probably ever done. Exactly. Actually. Yeah. I mean, I don't listen. Mama Sita's good too though. Mama that's C- true. He raps pretty well. I don't really listen to Travis for his rapping as we've discussed no, on here before. It was, it was just yeah. kind of a pleasant surprise. Cause I was like, oh, here comes the Drake song. And it's fine. Like I'm not regarding people. Like if that's, if they like. It's a that, good hit. Drake, yeah, it's a good hit song. Like a few, Drake is every artist who has been around a long enough time. They have kept in like I, there's certain Drake verses like, all right, like I've heard it. Yeah, I mean we we talk about it all the time on here, but the uh, uh, one of my all time ironic favorites from Drake is the in the morning verse, the J Cole song from 2010, where he talks about he sounds sick. On where that he t- one. he talks like <laughs> didn't he? Like he sounds like he has a flu. <laughs> he woke up at 5 a.m. to record a verse about fucking horses. Road for a while, he was under the weather that. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, he was really like sick yeah. on that one, though. <laughs> he needs an immunity boost, bro. Well, he did it in the morning, bro. That's a concept. He's thinking, <laughs> uh, he's playing three dimensional chess. It's fucking, this is the six god we're talking about. You kind of sound like a Drake fan right there, too, though. <laughs> He's like, yo, this shit is trash, not trash. Look at him. <laughs> I think give into the idea of not having a perfect voice all the time. Look at Group Home. That's like the most memorable record on Super Slimy. And part of it is because. <laughs> hey, uh, Oxycontin on uh, when Future did that little high pitched squeal. Uh, I like that one off the. Uh, was that on, I can't even remember. Was that on the Wayne album or the Future album? Was that on Beast Mode or was that on Carter? <laughs> I literally can't remember. Oh no, that wasn't. That was on the Juice World Future. That guy puts out a lot of albums. I can't keep up. I know he's putting out another one in like two weeks. But yeah, Future will do anything for a check. He's like Shaq. So like- <laughs> Kevin Hart. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Rap so it's kind of just like at this point, you could tell when Future's really into a project from like the first song, and then when he like doesn't care about the project. But you know pretty early on if he's that engaged or not. Like, I'm... yeah, yeah, you, yeah. He Future, sets the scene. He's like seriously. It's like he's like a basketball has, player. He's like, honestly like, just like, okay, is he going to show up tonight or not? And like <laughs> we ha- we made that. Like I would break out product two if I like. He's got like seven kids to take care of or whatever. That's true. Is. He talks about it a lot. It's a lot of money. <laughs> he just dropped a mill on a kid or something. Uh, all right. <laughs> oh That's what he said in the song. No, he said, I just got a mill from a gig. But it sounds like he said, I just dropped a mill on a kid. Yeah, no, it, <laughs> it could go either way. It's true. I mean, maybe it's maybe once again, playing chestnut check. Ruthless concept of how finances work. <laughs> like that Jay-Z album from a year ago. Um I don't need to listen to financial <laughs> literature when I'm listening to music. But um, if Future ever wants to make an album where he tells me how to spend my money, I feel like he would have more actionable advice that would apply to me personally than Jay-Z. It's true. It, it would sound really cool while he did it, too. That's a- as, much as, I, as much as I would not want to criticize my dad, Jay-Z, this is, like, incredibly true. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing that was set up for 44 or something that could apply to my actual I have a question. <laughs> you would tell, be telling you Gilbert Arena story. Gilbert Arena's already put everyone out of the game. You go to the strip club, you run it up, and then you call your card company and say your shit got stolen. Wow. Reunite at the strip club. That's brilliant, dude. That's fucking... Th- this is... That's a guy I, I mean, listen to. He's got... <laughs> he should write books about that stuff dude i would read those how, how to be a millionaire and still be cheap as shit 
<laughs> how to have how to have like tech in a locker room and shit. <laughs> yeah, maybe we shouldn't be taking advice from Gilbert Arenas. Uh, <laughs> so uh, I I guess getting back to the list, Harold. Um, so I guess to round it out, I'll I'll do a couple. I'll do a couple that I think everybody would be on a lot of lists. And then a couple that way. I okay. So uh, for me, like as far as like Fetty to me is pretty undeniable. Like that should be yeah there for a lot of people. Fetty's great. That's yeah, good album. Very good album. Three is like that. That was a grower. Like that was one where I was like, okay, cool. And then over the course of the year, I was like, okay, I just, I'm guess I'm just not gonna stop listening to this. And the, wait, I'm sorry. What what was the name of that one? Drip season three. Oh, drip season oh, three. Gunna. Yes, Gunna. Okay, okay. Gunna. Yeah, okay, yeah. yeah. Okay, so yeah, a little bit more. Those two are a little bit more popular on more lists, I would say. And then I was gonna say for- we've we we've. Obviously, the what was that album. That's another one I think got a lot of list love. That was good, more subterranean. Karan uh, Streets had a really, really good album. He's somebody who I don't think enough people listen to. I've never heard. See, the, all of these guys I've never heard of. I think we're just gonna have to link your uh, your list in the bottom so that people can go yeah. discover new music based. If, if anyone who you know anyone who's gonna take the time to listen to this should probably just click there, or else this is all gonna be. <laughs> yeah i mean uh there were there was a ton of stuff on there that i had never heard of before um and we wanted to do a, something a little bit different because i think my list is fairly standard i don't know about jason's but i'm sure that jason has mentioned most of the albums on the podcast yeah before. My, my my like so the, the the albums that harold named that i have are uh god level i think is the album of the year um i think it's an epic like it, it, it's it's funny because he had those disses to Tupac, but it's really funny because like God Level kind of reminds me of a Tupac album. It has like the almost like something is happening to me. If something's going to happen to me, and this is like my last calling to you. It's Machiavelli, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's kind of sort of like Machiavelli, all eyes on me, and that it's an epic and it's a sprawling epic of a person who's going through a lot of stuff right now, and it's a little mumble jumble, and it's like kind of. It's kind of a mess, but he forces you kind of like to pick those pieces together almost. Yeah, you know? and, the, and and not and not in a, and not in a not in a stupid way like uh, life of Pop, right? But like in a like in like a very in a very like honest and mature way. And uh, yeah, it's like I, I got to get out God of the shit before I go away, kind of thing. Yeah, I think God Love is going to go down as a classic in five years. Um, and then Cold Devil, uh, I have, um, I I do have Mozzie, but not the album that. Um, Harold mentioned. I have the six track EP. Uh, okay, spiritual uh, fair enough. Stations. Yeah, yeah, which yeah. Which is awesome. Yeah. Valid. It's a um, very like that album was something special to me because it was very felt like you were almost eavesdropping. It was like you're hearing something you almost weren't supposed to. Right. Exactly. Exactly. I mean, and my thing is just like if people can have Daytona on this, that have that's the seven track album. I can have we can do or Kids See Ghosts or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, or or whatever the fuck from that just... <laughs> that good music thing. So like, I, I can have a six track Mozzie. I agree album. with that. <laughs> Vince Staples had a short album. Jay Z and Beyonce had a short album. Pretty much every major album outside of maybe after... Jay Z and Beyonce is actually on my list. I was sur- I actually love. I was going to say I think everything Love is really good uh, compared to like compared to Four Forty Four and also spoiled. That was a perfectly good album. Like I have nothing bad to say or. or... Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think Jay, I think Jay sounds really good on that in a way that he doesn't that sound on, fair, I guess. on other stuff. Yeah, I think that's totally fair. I didn't see it on any year-end lists. Um, 
it wasn't yeah, yeah it like, wasn't high up and i get it i mean it's 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 it's, it's still jay-z and beyonce those two, are, those two artists are those two artists are competing with them fine we didn't have to you know i feel like there was it yeah. was kind of a it was kind of a year where a lot of the big name people didn't deliver so i think it kind of opened the conversation for a lot more stuff to get loved than normally would. that's absolutely true most i mean i would say most albums that were really good this year that were released, especially in hip hop, were by either people you had Kanye, like, either Kanye heard of. Yeah, Kanye bombed pretty much. Um, the Drake album was just a, a mess in in an opposite of the God level way. This too, I will say, this B side B of Scorpion is really. I good. think it's much better than side A. Side A is trash. Yeah, I agree. I side agree with that. I, I'm not going to argue on that. I think it's much side better. B. Oh yeah, I agree. Do is just get a couple songs to say because we've all accepted it. He's just going to give us like 30 songs a year, I guess, and we're just going to deal with it. <laughs> Everyone figures yeah. which one they like and. And three of them are going to end up as I think at I think Drake has been at the number one spot on the Billboard charts longer this year than he hasn't been. He's just hard-wired. But like he completely doesn't care. He clearly doesn't care about like critical. No, like, it, he, like, he tried that. Nothing was the same. That was the out that it was short. It was concise. He, that was the one where I think he was gunning for. OK, this is the classic. Yeah. Or even views. I think if we're reading this, is too late. It's legitimately it's the classic. closest. It's, that's the closest he's come to that. I agree with that. But I tend, yeah, yeah, I tend to agree with that. All right, Jason, who else is on your list here? Uh, J Rock. I got J Rock on, on the yep. list. Um, I think very good album. Uh, a lot of people think the middle songs aren't that good. I disagree. I think I love Troopers, yeah, for Troopers. example. I wasn't. I didn't love Redemption like that, but Troopers is a really, really good song. Troopers was really good. Troopers is a very good song. People were like, oh, the middle of this album is not good. The one with J. Cole was pretty good. I like that one. O-S-O-M or whatever. I can take a I can take or lead J. Cole, but like I do like J Rock on it. I just think J. Cole on it's just boring. Like he's such a boring rapper. Like, <laughs> it's, it, I get, it get, I, I, I'm just like, I'm so done. I'm just out of, it, it makes me out of my It's mind. really funny because uh, I, I think putting him on a song with someone as charismatic and uh, as a good technical rapper, as not that J. Cole isn't a good technical rapper, but I think that J-Rock definitely outshines him on that one. Um, th- oh, because he's a better rapper. He's been a better rapper since 2013. I was going to say, J- like- J-Rock uh, is fairly underrated in terms of I'm, I'm glad he's finally starting to see his, sh- get his shine he's the one who i mean he's the first tde signing right like he's the guy prior who's to kendrick like, yeah. right i mean they quickly realized that kendrick was the one who was gonna he was the he one, had the right? crossover appeal yeah exactly i mean as much as kendrick fans bother me he is like an excellent rapper so like i get the like TDE saying, okay, this is clearly our guy, but J-Rock has been doing good shit for a while now. It's this weird vortex where, like, they get a lot of publicity just by existing, because it's, it's, because know, of Kendrick and because of, yeah. You know, obviously, they've, they've had a lot of successful artists, so there's a, any stable that's that successful for a long time is just going to have a, a street team, basically. It's just like, oh, yeah. Like, I, Absolutely. I feel like they have a guy called Reason now. I was like, where? <laughs> sure, why not? <laughs> I think TDE is going for like the new, like the West Coast, like this decade Rockefeller. The powerhouse. That's. Yeah, they're clearly going for like this decade West Coast Rockefeller thing. But like, I mean, obviously, I don't like 
I mean, I was, you're talking to a guy who, like, wants to own, like, rock and jackets. Like, <laughs> so, so, like, I want to buy a rock and jacket, like, right now. I wish so I had I, my rock and jeans. It was impulsive. I should have known I'd want them again one day. <laughs> Those things, they go for hundreds of dollars now. Because... <laughs> they go for so Wait, much Wait, are money. you joking? Now everyone wants to, like, and now I'm like, damn, I kind of miss my hill figure. I wish my I preserved my mid two thousands wear that the, you can get at Marshalls. The jacket, the the jacket that Jay Z is wearing after he, when he gets arrested for stabbing Un, that's the jacket I've always worn, <laughs> and like <laughs> I've always like, wanted that jacket. And so like TDE, I I clearly see TDE is going for a type of like like they have in house producers like Rockefeller had and shit like that. Um, but it's clearly just like not as good. But um, like J Rock, I think is underrated as, like, Beanie Siegel was. You know what I mean? Uh, wait, hold on. You're saying that you don't think that their labels is... I don't... I always found uh, Rockefeller to be a bit top-heavy, to be honest. I mean, G- oh, I, see. I, I think there was a big drop-off like- after Jay, is what I'm saying. Whereas I feel like... I feel uh, like TDE... That's not, okay, that's, that's... In my opinion, I think that, that that was the case. And I would say Kendrick... and I would say Schoolboy's closer to him. J-Rock's closer to him. In my opinion, Isaiah Rashad, he's my favorite rapper. So I can't really... Yeah, that's so fair. like I think that Actually, you know what, now that now that you're saying it, I guess that's fair. Because like my thing is just like Philadelphia Freeway is a classic, and like like the truth isn't, but like Philadelphia Freeway is, and like the um the 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 um the, the what's the Young Guns album is too. Tough Love. That's why. Hey, like really I'm from too. Philly. I I like both of those albums a lot. I think they're really good, but like compared to Jay Jay Z and his prime. It's, it's not they're not up there with, with those. there's no one compared yeah to, but there's no one compared to exactly but though. like jay and his prime is just like a whole separate like whole like earthquake. but yeah but like this j-rock album i mean i wouldn't put it up there with kendrick's albums on my personal level but i think you could make the argument that j-rock schoolboy like these guys are putting out music that is just if not on the same level as kendrick just below kendrick's level and like i i'm this album finally proved that J-Rock has a mass appeal. I mean, Win is on fucking ESPN right now. And, yo, it's crazy, yeah. I mean, Wild Freestyle, Obama said that. One of his Wild favorite Freestyle, songs of the year, exactly. And I... I mean, and that's a good track. That's a really... just a Really, really good track. song. I think the best track on that whole album is The Bloodiest. ES Tales is really good as well. ES Tales is my favorite track. It's an amazing album. song. Yeah, I mean, all that back and forth gets me hot sometimes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I think J-Rock really it, proved that he deserves to be up there with... Some of, if not the be- one of the best mainstream rappers in the game, at least I should say, uh, maybe yeah. not someone that gets uh, you know quite the recognition that he deserves. Um, but okay, so we got the J Rock album. What else do you have on your list? Yeah, um, uh, I'll go with. Although I've gone, I haven't really played it a lot. I do appreciate it. I haven't played it quite as much as I played it when it first came out. Daytona is very good. Like. It's a it's a clear crisp album where they said, Okay, we're gonna play to your strengths. We're gonna give you seven beats and they're gonna be soulful, they're gonna have drums on it, they're gonna have samples in gonna... That's my first that's my first that's like I, I've had to probably be look more anti Daytona than I am, so I should probably take this opportunity to like give that some prop. Why why? Why are you anti Daytona? I just I, I I I see I see it. So if I could, th- this is good. This is giving me a chance to ramble and, and hopefully I'll hit on what I'm actually trying to say. <laughs> so with Daytona, I feel like a lot of the praise for it felt like people really liked it because it represented a certain narrative. And 
that album needed to win because if it didn't win, then nothing else like it could ever win. And it's like, I feel like that lane of rap listeners, like they always get mad at everyone else. You oh, you only listen to the big name people who don't do this. Like you guys kind of do the same thing. You guys just have your names are different. It's true. Yeah, maybe you guys don't listen to Thug or Future or whatever you don't, or Pump or whatever it is, but it's like, but you do the same thing where it's like, oh, I'll hail this guy and then here's my corner, here are my guys, everyone else sucks. And then, of course, then he beats Drake and feeds into that narrative. Right, that that stuff can still win. And, like, I get people's enthusiasm on that level. But it's like... I think that's an interesting take. I think that's a a very legitimate... Like, I think it's... No, yeah, I mean... For what it represents, the album probably probably wins more. That's honestly, like, I put it on my list, but, like, I kind of feel the same way as Jason, like... I put it just because not only what because of it represents, but like I think from a production standpoint, it's probably the best Kanye production I've heard since Yeezus. Um, that's not saying that much, though, bro. You that's that. true. I do like the production on Kids See Ghosts a lot, though. Um, Kids and Pablo. Pablo isn't great, but it has good production. Um, so would you? Yeah, Pablo's got Pablo's got some great production on it. I will. Yeah, it's got some great production. But yeah, Daytona has like uh, Daytona because that was the other thing to me. Like people, people kind of oversold how good the beats were, which it was some good Kanye beats for sure. But like the whole thing wasn't like, oh my. I agree with that too. Yeah, the games we play for right. me that that was one that was a terrific beat. Like that song is rad. Those one. are the three beat just were if, oh if you know you know is my favorite beat on the whole album so i think it's different different uh strokes for different folks you know <laughs> I get, like, love for if you know you know but that's basically like live fast die young like re- it, yeah it's just a build up to that big drive and then it's yeah i mean it punches oh, you in yeah. the face i'm just i'm playing that in my head yeah that's so, that's true i mean it just kind of, i, I like think that, you know same dope different and baggy type of deal and then, i i mean i mean yeah, I mean, and Lip Fast Die Young is my, it's like one of my favorite Same songs. sample from Lil Kim and Biggie Drugs. So I was like, okay, cool. Like, like every, the way, people oversold that production wise. I get the affection for Push's rapping because that was like, okay, just seven songs, no hooks, really, just do your thing. Like, that's Push's wheel. Yeah, exactly. I thought it was just the most refined project yet, regardless of whether it's my like, favorite. Give Kanye credit. One of the things about Pusha that's a little unfair is that he's really competed against his own work. Yeah, it's true. It's hard. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it, it's it's hard for him because he's competing against, like, Lord Willie and Hell Hath No Fury. And that shit is just, like, he's not gonna some of the stuff. There's just that... no way. Like, and for me, too, I'm really – it's, like, yeah. it's been, like, I'll never get back the feeling of listening to Lord Willie when I was a kid. So, like, just have to let the kids think that that's what they're getting now and but at the same time, you know, you're talking about, and we've talked about this on the pod before. At the age of 40, how many rappers put out an album as good as Daytona? It's crazy. A handful. I feel like I feel like. Well, think about it though. I feel like there's just more rappers who are over 40. And then if it's one of those things, if you stop to think about it, be like, oh yeah, there's like Ross is over 40. Oh, that's true. I know, yeah, but is he didn't he blow actually? up until late. Future's gonna be 40 pretty soon. Like two. No, Future's like 34, isn't he? Yeah, but like that's how it is. six years. <laughs> six years is a long time. Once you hit thirty, then you're forty. That's what Twitter told me. <laughs> it's true. Yeah, I mean, two chains. Two chains is over. Is forty? I think. Yeah. Oh yeah, two chains. Yeah, two chains is, is, is thirty nine at least. Rick Ross is forty two. 
And these are like these are the ages of Google. I can only imagine these people's real ages. Are. But the, but there's a difference between a rapper like Nas who blows up when he's 18 and he's 44 now or however old he is, and Rick Ross who blows up when he's in his what late 20s, I guess. Because when did Hustle and come out? That was 2005. Ross's Ross's arc was different because he had his whole run where he was trying to make it. He was Teflon, and then he was on Suave House. Most people don't even know that there was a Suave House Rick Ross. But he, yeah, 2006 was his like, first album. So he was, was it, 12 years ago? So he was no, 30 right. albums before. Yeah, but Ross was like working with like Eric Sermon yeah, for like years. And like he was like trying to, he, he had been trying to make it for like five or six years. Until he rebranded. <laughs> if you pick up the, uh, it's the Eric Onassis album from when he decided to randomly change his name for an album from the Def Squad era. And there's a Rick Ross feature on there. It doesn't say Rick Ross, but he's on that album. That's crazy. That's like when Jay Z was on that song in like that in was it the eighties or like ni- nineteen ninety where he has the whole Are you talking about Hawaiian yeah the Hawaiian you don't shirt. You talk about that? You guys <laughs> all about the Benjamins? It was the movie with Ice Cube and Mike Epps. I do remember that. Yes, hey, Trina did a song for that soundtrack, and that song has a video with a Ross feature. What the fuck? See, this is that something I would have never known. Yeah, no. Uh, Ross had been around for a, for a minute before he popped. Yeah. It's it's a, and I'm not. My, yeah, he because like one of the things about Ross that I that I respect and like I'll never I'll never diss him, even though he infuriates me sometimes. And like I I think he's had a great run, but he also bothers me a little bit. Um, it's like he worked so hard for this. Right. Like he like, really he, wanted this so badly. <laughs> you got to give him credit. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean. He's yeah. It's, <laughs> It's almost kind of like Jimmy. He's almost kind of like Jimmy Butler. He's like rap Jimmy Butler in a way. <laughs> he's kind of infuriating a little bit, but like, yo, this guy was like homeless. <laughs> yeah, you can't really get mad at him. He, he just wants to win more than CEO anything. Officer. Yeah, no, but like, legitimately, like Fifty Cent makes fun of him for being a CEO officer, but like, my thing is just like, yo, he was a CEO officer and now he's here. Yeah, he clearly well, worked so that, hard. That for beef this. to like, me was like, it's a that was a great tipping point of rap because for me, as someone who kind of has seen it all, like. It was interesting because that was the moment. It was like, oh shit! Like it doesn't matter anymore. Like after, because usually it's like, oh, Fifty Cent says, oh, he's it's over, guy. it's over for you, and then yep. everyone was just kind of like, no, nah, we're still gonna listen to Rick Ross. So, <laughs> well, I mean, Fuck 50. and what happened was he he just kept making he 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 made really good music like, deeper in the rap music as a starter was just so good that you just had to accept it, even though there was like no because at the time there was no one knew. Everyone's like, why is Ross taking shots at Fifty? And then he had that whole story. Oh, he gave me a funny look. <laughs> yeah, and then Fifty Cent, in a very normal, regular response, uh, decided to leak a tape of his uh, girlfriend or wife or something having he sex with someone. To, he went to Khaled's mother's job and recorded her sleeping. That's like that's something regular people do, right? <laughs> yeah, very very normal behavior by a very normal <laughs> person. Rap beef, man. Anything goes. I know. Drake told me he studies the game, yeah, dude. He knows the history. <laughs> Yo, he was like, I studied rap beef for a living, bro. <laughs> He's a hip hop historian. That beef was so, like, you couldn't have scripted. Like, if that beef didn't happen, someone would have had to make it up. Like, it, right down to Drake ran to LeBron to tell his side, and, and Pusha was on Joe Budden. Like, and Pusha and and Pusha kind of just like step back and let Drake self implode. <laughs> and it's just kind of like he'll do it by himself. And then he'll he came out and said whatever he had to say. I after take that. this opportunity to use this platform to say the thing that I how did that picture of Drake exist for that long? And Pusha's the one. That's the platform. I know. I can't get past. 
Well, I kind of think people, I, I like, I don't know. Like, one of my things is just, like, when you become so famous, yeah, it's just, like, when you become so famous and, like, so big, people just, like, are like, all right, whatever. <laughs> like, you can do whatever the fuck you want, apparently. I just figured that somebody would have found that and made him, you know, because Drake's always he's a, a very famous person. Yeah, and he's just always a meme. It's like of all the things that I, you know, people could have made hay with that meme. I'm surprised. But give it up to Pusher for that. That's that's, that's investigative journalism at its finest, folks. <laughs> you got to give him credit. All right, let's let's finish um, up Jason's list here uh, in terms of the best albums. Uh, did, uh, we'll go. We'll go. With, we'll go with Rico Nasty's album Nasty. Um, Rage. Well, a couple songs on that album I want to talk about. Rage is, has an incredible verse on it. It might be one of the, my favorite verses on the year. Uh, the first verse it just comes up with so much energy, and she's such a like a, she's a, a rock star. Yeah, she's an animal. Seriously, it, it's, it's, it's crazy. Much smarter um, than me have already said this, and she's people are gonna feel foolish for not being there early. Right. Yeah, right. Exactly. Exactly. People are going to be like, people are going to be like, why wasn't I here earlier? The punk yeah, rock, I mean, she, the punk rock thing. I've heard a lot of people saying that her style yeah, is very punk rock. I mean, rock. she, she, no, yeah, yeah. She's very, she's very Courtney Love, you know what I mean? Very Karen O, you know, almost. Very Sleater Kenny almost. Yeah, she's, she, I, 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 and I don't like to make like comparisons to like rock and rap like that because it's corny, but like, <laughs> seriously, and this, it fits here. Like, she's very much like that, those type of women. And um, I thought it was a, a great album, one of the best of the year. Uh, I, I I agree that like Cardi, it's been like gift wrapped a little bit for her, but Invasion of Privacy, top to bottom, is a very good album. Like Cardi's art is crazy to me because it's weird because like she did a couple mixtapes and like you kind of had to tell people like yeah she's really trying to do music and like no one wanted to really pay attention to you and then Red Bars took off and then Bodak started bubbling and then it just felt like you snapped your fingers and Cardi B's a megastar. And it's like it almost feels like it did come like. Uh, and so, as somebody who like wanted it for her, it was like, "Wow, it happened that fast." Yeah, no, it, yeah, it was, it was like uh, one second, and she was, you know. I was like, "How did I go from having to convince people it was even a real thing to everyone worshiping her? <laughs> like, what happened?" One hit, Bodak I mean, Yellow, Bodak Yellow's a banger. It was everywhere. It's a banger, like, yeah, it, it's a banger. Like, hot niggas a banger. It's a, you know, I mean, it's a banger. Like, ooh, is a banger. So, I mean, I, I get it. Bodak you know? even got his pushback because remember that was the big thing. Oh, she's just using the Kodak flow. Blah blah blah. And it then, did, yeah, but that was only amongst like people who knew the song. She's also using she's also using Meek's flow a little bit on Dreams on, and Nightmares on the, on the intro, yeah, on the intro for sure. Yeah, on the intro, but, a little bit. But like, I don't but think, I think it's good. But like, yeah, I think she's still like once Cardi figures out how to be more Cardi in her music. Like, but that's every artist like she exactly she yeah she blew up really fast and yeah i i will say this much about that and this is no fault of cardi's um best life that chance the rapper hook makes me want to fucking pull my hair out um i kiss the rapper had a terrible year i like chance but holy shit man <laughs> all the music he dropped this year i did not find anything of of any appeal i thought he had an okay verse on the saba album and everything else i heard by him was I liked I Might Need Security. I thought that, that was, was good. good. That was good. I'll give him that. I'll give him that song was probably the best song he put out this year as a solo track. The other ones, not for me. Could Didn't do anything for me. I can take a leave chance in a lot of contexts, but I Might Need Security, I thought, was pretty objective. Really good song. That was a good song. I agree with that. He, he dissed Rahm Emanuel, Bingo, too. Do you like Acid Rap? I don't think that's the thing. Chance is one of those, like a lot of artists, they just have that one album that everyone's like, oh, I missed that. I don't know. I feel like Acid Rap is just going to become like his white whale. 
Yeah, it's possible. That I mean, that's that seems to be the consensus amongst hip hop heads, at least. That's gonna turn. Yeah, I mean, I look like I love. I still love. Africa. So do I. I do think that people talk about it too much, but I do love it. Um, one of my like I the deep cuts on Coloring Book are good. Like Smoke um, Break is good. I like Smoke Break. Smoke. I was gonna say Angels. Angels, Angels is good. Is, that was a yeah, single Angels though. That really was the good. first single off the album, so it's not really. Oh, a, was it really? Yeah, I think the singles. I think there are individual songs that are good on Coloring Book. I thought the single yeah, was. I thought the singles was no problem. Blessing. No, no. And Angels Trump. came out about six months before the album. I know that because I'm a huge because I'm, okay, I'm a okay. huge Saba fan and I'm a huge Chance fan. So I was like, I was up on that. <laughs> so that no one really likes to talk about is he clearly gave a bunch of stuff to Kanye to help salvage that Pablo deal. Yeah. So it makes you wonder, like, what that project that came after would have saw, like, what coloring he clearly took stuff off coloring book and gave it. He did. He wrote a bunch of songs on there. He uh, fucking it makes you wonder, like, this coloring book. Like, I wasn't. I was obviously more in the middle on that. I wasn't. There were songs I liked, but I wasn't over the yeah. or against it. But it makes you wonder, like, that maybe could have been his true acid rap follow up, where it's both held on the same tier. So maybe. Yeah, that's true. But I think surf. I think it surf is better. Of, it reminds, so. me of, it reminds me of the massacre a lot. Actually, it reminds me of the massacre a lot because Fifty gave a lot of his stuff to Game for documentary. Mm. Very clear that the massacre wasn't what the finished product was should have been. Very apt analogy. That makes that makes perfect sense. Yeah, stuff on massacre for all that stuff he gave to Game. Oh boy. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. Like massacre West only has like a handful imagine, of good songs. Imagine he keeps. He keeps West Side Story. He keeps Hate It or Love It. He keeps How yeah, You Love it. How We Do. How we do. He, keeps, he keeps higher. Then he's got a pretty good album. I mean, those are all banger singles. <laughs> They're all great. I, the cruel irony of 50 Cent's career is that he was such a bully and so vicious, but yet he was so giving to everyone around him. And that G Unit, yeah. All those hit songs for himself. Oh my God, he would have. Who Could knew it, about G Unit? Who knew? Who knew if any of those songs were fucking fifty songs that he just put Banks and and uh, and Young Buck on? I don't know. You have to think about all those songs. Like there was Let Me In, there was Banks, um, there was So Seductive. Like those are all songs true. taken off for fifty too. It's definitely possible. Best all right, so just for like, where yeah, I'm like, how did you not hold on to that? Yeah, that's for sure. All right, so that was a time when he needed it. Just for time's sake, I think we need to uh, wrap up, Jason's. Have you finished your uh, best albums of the year, Jason? Uh, I got, I got one more. I got one more. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, I yeah, and then everything is love. I, and then I, I, I said it before, yes. but yeah, everything is love. I thought I, I, I liked a lot. I thought it was uh, very good. I thought it was well done. Uh, Jay sounds great on Nice. Seven One Three is also another great track. Friends. It's kind of a Kanye diss, but I, I yeah. <laughs> so that's why it's good. Um, oh, <laughs> to slander Kanye. I'm not standing next to this. They're not coming. <laughs> Sipping that tea in the corner. All right. So um, I'll, I'll say this much. I'm just going to run straight through my albums because I don't think there's going to be anything on here that we haven't either discussed on the pod or is. Oh, one more. Sorry. The Freddie mixtape. I forgot about that. Freddie. I was Self-titled. looking at my notes. Yeah. The Freddie okay. mixtape. Yeah, I have a Freddy few mixtape. honorable mentions here that I, I, there are five. So I really have a top 15, but I couldn't leave these off because I think they're really good albums. I'm going to go Die Lit by Playboy Cardi. I really enjoyed that one. I'm going to go Room tw- I love Room, that one. I like room that one 25 too, yeah. by No Name. Uh, I think she really stepped into her own on that one. Noir by Smino, who is someone I've mentioned here on the pod before. I'm a huge fan of his style, kind of in the mold of a 
Chance the Rapper, but in also has kind of this D'Angelo flavor, very catchy, very very moody music that I really, really dig. I like Smino a lot. Veteran by JPEG Mafia, which was an album that I didn't even get turned on to until the list came out. So I'm glad that I read a, a bunch of lists because that album really was surprisingly... I thought that... I think that Peggy has an amazing taste in electronic music, and I think that he does it a lot of justice. He has an incredibly unique style, and he's funny as shit, and he's catchy as shit, and he's great. I love him. Also, I think he's a leftist, which makes me like him even more. Uh, Project Zero by Chester Watson. Chester Watson is someone that I've liked for quite some time now. He's someone I've mentioned on here before. If you like Earl Sweatshirt, if you like MF Doom, definitely check out Chester Watson. And now I'm going to actually get into my top ten. Daytona by Pusha T, we've already discussed, is my 10. Dear Annie by Reggie Snow, uh, another album I've discussed on here. He's kind of in the same mold as a young Tyler, the creator, a little bit of Pharrell influence, a little bit of uh, Odd Future, kind of weird, but a little bit, he has a he, very melodic. I like his stuff a lot. Um, Oxner by Anderson Pack. I know a lot of people didn't like this album. I enjoyed most of it. I didn't love all of it, but there weren't a ton of albums I loved from front to back. I like Pack a lot. We've talked about him. Redemption by J-Rock. Love that. Uh, FM by Vince Staples. Really good. Vince is just probably in my top three favorite rappers right now. So anything he puts out is automatically going to be in my top ten. I'm incredibly biased on that. Uh, number five was DiCaprio 2 by J.I.D. I really like him. I, I, well, we're going to disagree. Well, I just, I, my thing with him, yeah, and this, this, this might be. I don't, I don't want to. It would be a whole thing. Here's my thing about J.I.D. And I've said this many times before, and my friends kind of agree. I don't know if I like J.I.D. a lot, or I just want Kendrick to release an album every year. <laughs> as, long as, as long as you're saying it, I don't have to. Uh, I'll be honest. I don't think that he is the most... I think he's still carving out his, his lane. He's carving out whatever. There are a handful of songs on there I really like. I really like Working Out. I really like Off the Zoinkies. I really like 151 Rum. The rest of it... There's there's good music on there. Like he's not entirely untalented, but I just do. I feel like people have gotten a smidgen carried away, just a smidgen. I don't oh know. yeah, I mean he's I in my, if if we're talking about, I'm not talking about like holding it up as the greatest rap album of the year, but for personal taste, probably more in my lane in terms of what I like. There's certain parts in there where it's like, all right, you're kind of leaning into this Kendrick thing a little bit. <laughs> one five one rum's a perfect example where like he does the that and that was my biggest problem there's with that album. Stuff from like I think I've heard this before, pal. Yeah, exactly. And, th- and there's a lot of stuff that I think he has carved out a little bit of his own lane on there. Working out isn't like anything I've ever heard by a Kendrick before or even by JID before. But I still think he's working out the kinks, but I think that just his talent outweighs yeah, he's the like buying stocks like you would buy jids exactly yeah i think he'll be big uh he's not quite there yet but i really enjoy his music and i think it's a solid album um number four this is an album that we talked about on the pod that i didn't like at first and i think that mac miller passing away did really have an impact on me and my taste on this because it really made me re-listen to this album in an entirely different way which i think is something that we've discussed on here is that music is not you know, doesn't exist in a vacuum. People's lives surrounding the music. I feel like, it, and I'm not, as somebody who was more whatever on him when he was still here, like, you have to have a, you know, he told you, he really told your story. He's a very honest writer. And Absolutely. Like, you either were taking that ride with him and it meant something to you, or like, because I, I feel like if somebody tried to listen to swimming, like, it's either going to devastate you 
or you're just not it just wouldn't click because you you weren't you weren't there for the journey so obviously exactly and that's kind of how i felt about it when it came out i found it to be a little bit cliche a little bit dull a little bit but the more i listened to it the more i enjoyed it um and i think that it, overall it's probably my favorite or my second favorite project by him um that he the part because as somebody like obviously like i didn't have that emotion it didn't have that emotional kick for me but just musically i liked it because it was it took like he, he good good am i feel like he was talking about a lot of the same type of concepts but then the production reminded me more of the neo soul one he did right no i totally agree it was kind of like a perfect blend between the concepts and the production um good am's another one that i actually really like too that grew on me there are a few albums he wrote that that really grew on me and i think he was gonna like the thing that's frustrating about what happened there was gonna be even better music i don't think mac miller had i absolutely agree and it's, it's really heartbreaking that uh it had to end the way that it did um so yeah that ended up being my fourth favorite album of the year which when we reviewed it i didn't even really like it all that much and then like and then the, even before he passed i listened to it more and i was like okay maybe i didn't give this stuff enough chance and then when he passed away it really made me revisit it and i really really enjoy that album now so that's my number four my number three i don't want to say this but it's kid see ghost i really like that album uh i i, I kid see ghost is one of those things where it's like Everyone loves Kanye so much, so when he does do something that's pretty decent, like everyone wants to be like, "All right," like and go way over the top for it. It's like, yeah, it's a good. Like I listen to. I don't even think it's nothing. I think it's nothing compared to his best work. Um, But I I agree with the sentiment there. Struggle with giving it too much praise. He's like, okay, that's pretty decent, but like, where is it ranking? with Kanye's all-time stuff if you're really giving it I don't back. think it touches Yeezus. I don't think it touches My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy. Honestly, I put it a notch below even like late registration and even watch The Throne, but I still really like it. I still think that it features the best Cuddy stuff that I've heard in years. I really like the production. That's, that's Kanye, though. He's always going to have – he may be a crazy person who just says whatever, but he's never going to lose his pro- producer talent. Like, that's true well even yay yay the production on there isn't even that good that's that was the big thing about yay to me is like no, but as far as like not even producing in the sense of making good beat but as far as putting artists in their best position to succeed that's true yeah exactly the bill belichick yeah i thought of yeah. i mean he, yeah like he's like, probably pusha that's one argument you can make for kanye is that like yeah, he puts the, he puts his guys in the best position to succeed he's like belichick in, in ways like like he he'll He'll lace people legitimately, and like even that was like beats, but like he'll artists will have their best work. Like if you told me that was a really good Cuddy album that you were happy with, and you just dealt with some Kanye features to get it, like that's pretty much what it comes out. Exactly, and and like yeah, like going back to Jason's point, like he's gonna give you some of the best moments. I think about personally, I've never been a fan of Post Malone. I don't really get it. Fade, he's listenable to me on there. (laughs) Like there's. One of Kanye's gifts, or like even like now, me, I always liked Keith, but there was a lot of people in Kanye's fan base who probably saw his name on the Yeezus list and were like, "What the hell?" And you know, and then, then hold my liquor's a masterpiece. Yeah, there's yeah, a it's, masterpiece. A, it's a top five Kanye song for me. Um, even, like someone just told him he just didn't get to talk anymore, just make music. Like someone, I don't know. There's got to be some kind of deal they can work out. I tend to agree with that. I think that he, they could just maybe take away his phone. To, yeah, but then it would just be, then everything would go overboard. <laughs> access to the internet? Like, I don't... So we're going to talk a little bit more about Kanye later because he was brought up a lot in these polls and I think you, you guys will be interested to hear. Yeah. Okay, so, so I'm just going to reel it off here for my last two. Uh, Jason, you can tune out right now if you want to. My number two album of the year 
is Astro World by Travis Scott. I'm sorry. I like Travis. I can't get over it. I think it's a really well-crafted album. <laughs> no, but Jason just, I know that Jason, it, it tears well, his Jason soul. Jason just kind of a big meanie sometimes. <laughs> I am not a big meanie. <laughs> I just like you. I, okay. I think it's well done. I think it's well, I think it's well created. Like, obviously, like. Uh, I quit. Like, I, I give it. The man knows what he's right. Like I, just, the guy him knows credit. what he's doing. I will doing. say that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I, to me, it's like, the guy I'm knows what he's doing. I'm not. I'm not saying he's not like smart. Like he's he clearly gets what makes a good album. I just don't think he does anything on it. Well, that's the thing is that it's really <laughs> funny because I, I if if you had told me five years ago, even four years ago, that I would have uh, care or I'm sorry, I would have Astro World by Travis Scott and uh die lip by playboy cardi on my favorite albums of the year i would have said you're re- i didn't like this music a few years ago and now i see the appeal of it and there are plenty of albums that we reviewed on here that i would have never listened to a few years ago not because it's mumble rap i don't i wouldn't break it down to that just because it was so foreign to the kind of hip-hop i listened to now my my views have expanded a little bit and now i notice that like hip-hop doesn't all have to be about the rapping and at one point i was obsessed with rapping 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 be, you know being a good lyricist being a good you know f- being good flow wise having charisma now i've realized that my taste has just changed dramatically and i care a lot about production and i care a lot about um using your talents in a way that you know kind of showcases them i know um on here harold said that sicko mode was one of his favorite uh fucking versus that's a perfect example of where he shows he can rap but the rest of the album there are moments i can't lie he's not the best rapper in the world and sometimes it shows and sometimes he still bites and there's parts sometimes of that album where he's actually like sounds like kanye and i'm like why, why i know David? and that's something that we've discussed on here before but like from a personal that verse where he's talking about like having sex with kylie he legitimately sounds like a, it sounds like skeleton a it's possible he did <laughs> Thing about buying buying titties and that's like I, I don't know Kanye that's like one of his like the skeletons same yeah you know only raps about eating pussy Kanye just raps about buying tits now like it's a- <laughs> <laughs> it's true yeah and um I will say that was uh, I I'm not super proud of this that was my most listened song of 2018 this was just a super listenable album uh from front to back I could just play it over and over and over five percent tint is is I do like that one's really dope. You, there were a few songs say. that I remember you said that you did enjoy on here. That's the Travis's thing, though. Yeah, uh, Houston Fornication. I enjoyed Houston yep. Fornication. What else's idea? Yeah, exactly. Well, that was the thing. The reason that Skeletons is my favorite song is because I'm a huge Tame Impala fan, and that's basically t- Kanye rapping over Tame Impala. I can't lie, <laughs> you know what I mean? But at the it's, same time, from my personal taste standpoint, it I mean, I can't. He was my most listened to artist this year. I mean, I literally was just talking about this the other day. I think the the appeal of Travis Scott in today's world is that people want to escape. People don't want to live in the now because of the harsh reality of the world. The world is in a very there's a lot of turmoil. The, there always has been, but now we're more aware of it. Like that's why Post Malone exists. Exactly. That's like, at least like okay. At least say he came up with some of it on his own. Like Post yeah. Malone, like, okay. Was- all right, what's what's the better album? What's the better album? Give me my white, give me my white gentrifier music. <laughs> what's what's a better album? Stay dangerous or I mean, my personal opinion is not even close. But I know a lot of people that would say Stay Dangerous is better. I'm sure. I mean, that's fine. Look, like, stay, like a lot of people have been saying that Stay Dangerous. Is, like, I, I'm going to bring that up later. And like, I, I, hold on to that. I was hold on to that album, and I'm like. 
hold this on to that good. point because I we're gonna bring that up later. It's it's another thing that's yeah. In here. If you guys want to dig into Santa, okay, I, okay. I, I'm very against the oh, good take. I felt like that was a jerk reaction there. Okay, so my number one album of the year, just get this out of the way, Care For Me by Saba. I've talked about it a million times. I think it's a really, really, really well done That's album. I appreciate it more. Like, sometimes you kind of do just need to know more about the music you're listening to. Like, because obviously reading the story about, you know, this is especially the one song talking about the passing and everything. Like, knowing the whole story that goes with it and knowing how much goes into it. You're like, oh, I get, like, that album locked in for me more and more throughout the year. Absolutely. That's kind of how I felt. I listened to it first because I'm a huge Saba fan. And I was like, I don't really get this album. The more I read into the story, the more I, I kind of delved into it, the more I had, I felt a personal connection with it. I lost my cousin a few years ago. And I mean, he wasn't murdered, but it was, uh, you know, it was a tragic passing that was pretty, you know, instant. And, uh, you know, the more I listened to it, the more it, he talked about dealing with grief and he talked about, you know, reflecting on the person's life. And I really, really love that album. And I'm, I'm glad that it got the recognition that it did this year. Um, because honestly, it, it, for me, like it, it didn't really click at first, but I, I, there were a few albums this year if where they didn't click at first. JPEG Mafia's one, Mac Miller's one, that one that really grew on me over the course of the year. And I think that's why I named it my favorite. I just think the personal connection, the musicality of it, and just the, the way that he was able to show, uh, you know, how he dealt with his cousin slash best friend's death um, is, is amazing. Bucket list project. And I do too. I like that. Yeah. Like that one was just like right away. I just, well, I just enjoyed that. Yeah. I think that one's a lot more accessible. I play that one for people that don't know who he is. I never show them care for me first because I think even Jason said before bucket list projects was a little bit more, uh, it, it was a little bit easier to listen to. Easy entry point. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Okay. So, uh, on to the fan polls because we have a few that we need to get in here and we're going to try to keep this episode under, we're going to try to keep this episode under an hour and 30 minutes. It is the year end one. So it can go a little bit longer than a normal episode. Yeah, bro. I'm Last here. Time. Listen, it's the year end one. I'm down um, to, I'm down to go like an hour. Let's and get 45. it. Let's get it. Okay. So I'm, I'm here. I'm on my couch. I got my pen. It's Friday night. Oh, God bless anyone who wants to listen to all of us. Thank, thank you. If you're still listening somehow, this is a marathon of an episode. All right. So, um, the best albums of the year poll. All right. So I, I have the ones that receive multiple votes. We have number. I don't even know. I think we have eight received multiple votes. Some rap songs by Earl sweatshirt received two FM by Vince Staples received two period by city girls received three. Now I hadn't even heard that album. Nice. So, so that was one that was surprising to me because I was like, okay, I got to listen to this shit. If three people voted in it, as best album. Yeah, that's a fun, that album is fun as hell. I don't care. Like, I don't have some deep take on why I like it. <laughs> you can, dude, that's the thing about music is you could like it for different reasons. You can literally like an album because it's stupid as fuck and you just enjoy to listen to it. I think, I think we're all guilty of it. Somebody likes something we don't like and then or we don't like that they like, you know, and then we invent our own story about it. We all do it. Exactly. We have to like fluff it up a little bit. City Girls is like, it's cool. I get it. Like, Trina's like their godmother. I, I, I get it. It fits in a certain lineage. So, yeah, that was one that just kind of stood out to me because I had never even heard of it before and it received three votes. So I have to, I have to check that out. 
Astro World received three votes. Swimming by Mac Miller received three votes. Daytona by Pusha T received five. Care for Me by Saba received six. And the number one fan uh, poll album of the year is Die Lit by Playboy Cardi. Which I was wincing. I thought it was going to be. Oh, depend like that wasn't insane. Were you going to say yay? I thought you. I thought something was. Yeah, no one. I can say. Thankfully, no one said yay. No one's not a single person on here said yay. Um, some other albums that received votes were Whack World by T.R. Whack, which is an album we we like very much that we recommend. Redemption by J Rock Championships by Meek Mill. Seven 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 by uh, Kenny and Key, Kenny Beats and Key. Uh, Beast Mode Two by Future. I was surprised that one wasn't on Jason's list. Uh, Beast Mode Two. I like it, but I, Future's another artist for me where you're, you're competing against your previous shit. And if you compare Beast Mode 2 to the first Beast Mode, it's not even close. And if you compare Beast Mode 2 to like Hendrix, it's not even Fair close. Fair enough. So. Okay. It's good. I think that that was why I was a little bit surprised on that. Beats. He even got He even got a reheat. I was like, wow. Yeah, the Zaytoven beats, I think that's something that, the, uh, as we've just explained on here before, I think uh, when Gabe came on, he kind of expressed my sentiments. I don't really need to hear 2012 trap beats anymore. Like it's not that Zaytoven isn't a talented guy. I just think on that album specifically, a lot of the album, the beats sounded more dated. In my opinion, Zaytoven is, in my opinion, Zaytoven is one of the best producers. Zaytoven, like, and so and, like, and people will war with me on that, but Zaytoven is important. And like, but he, I mean, just like Brothers is a is a beautiful a project. Beat. Everyone wanted to ha 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 about that, but. They like say what you want. They hit the sweet spot on that. Uh, but they also have a history. Like they've been making. Didn't Zaytoven start making music with Usher like a decade ago? <laughs> Papers is a great song. Yeah, so it's like it, people saying like, "Oh, they were making fun of Usher being like, oh, you're just trying to like be like the cool kid." Like, Usher is lost youth. Yeah, but it's like also like this is one of his old friends slash producers. I mean, I don't wouldn't like. I mean, you wouldn't you wouldn't fault Jay Z for making an album with Just Blaze. Um, so it's it's one of those things where, and I I know uh, Zaytoven hasn't done it for me as a producer. I know a lot of people like him a lot. I, I he's not one of my favorite producers, but I, I get why people like him so much. Everyone can pick their guys and stump for them, and that's how it should be. I don't. And I that's how like- music. That's why rap is great right now. Because Monocle. there's so many people. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. And and I don't think that uh, – I think that's one of the things that you'll see on these these fan polls is that there's so much variety of takes. And Jason said this at one point this year. He's like, if you're complaining about the current state of rap music, you're just not listening. You're seeing and being it. It's there for you, bud. Like, I don't know what to tell people. Even if – I mean, it, it, yeah, it's, it's – the game is so well-rounded right now. I mean – if you want to hear somebody rap and sing, you got Young Thug. Uh, I mean, if you if you you got Greedo. If you want to hear somebody just straight rap, or listen to Black Tuna. Thought had two stream of consciousness, <laughs> which were basically freestyle albums. Legitimately, Black Thought and Rap City. People have, like, told me taste. that that boy oh boy they needed a Black Thought album, and then they got Black Thought albums, and I didn't see the enthusiasm because I know for sure when that viral freestyle went around, it was oh boy Black Thought come save us all. And then you're like, hey, guys, these are pretty good. And looks. Well, I think he recycled a lot of the freestyles. I think a lot of people said they had a, they were like, oh, we already heard this on Hot 97. And I'm like, but that's how freestyles work. <laughs> like, you try to explain yeah, to people, bro, like, like, hey, that's usually like they did 
do that off the head there. That's not even working. Yeah, he's an amazing. I stopped doing that thing a long time ago. I remember Rockefeller came to Hot 97 one time, and all of them just started spitting, right? And then um, Jay, Jay's, like, uh, when, when Jay started spitting, I was like, oh, yo, this is hot. Like, what the fuck? This is crazy. And then it was like, a song called Grammy Freestyle, and I was like, "Wait, this is the same one from uh, the Hot 97 thing." That's when I stopped complaining about that. I was like, "Do okay, you want to listen to I some trash <laughs> that someone's making up off of the top of their head, mumbling and jumbling, putting fucking words together, or do you want to hear some and freestyles?" And it's nothing. He's just—it's just the same two or three concepts. He's regurgitating. He used to play for a college. He pulled up in a certain car or in a piece of jewelry, and he juggled three things on the spot. And yeah, exactly. That's freestyling. That's what people are like. I don't Chance know. the Rapper was the last new rapper I knew who did that. It was definitely one of the kids where we rode around with a CD of beats and tried to. Yeah, back, backseat freestyle. <laughs> so, okay. So, moving on from that, another other albums receiving votes were Fetty by uh, Freddie and Currency received one, as we said before. Room 25 by No Name, Rico by Rico Nasty, which Jason had on his list. Uh, pa- Paraffin by Arm and Hammer. I know that one. It's kind of like this. Yeah, uh, good, that, that was on my, that was at the top of my list too. Everything, pretty much everything you've listed is something I, I approve. I, I've only had felt the need to speak up a couple of times. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I know that I listened to that album on the recommendation of Paul Thompson. I thought that was a pretty solid one. Um, and then everything's fu- That's the go. Yeah, no, he's fantastic. I, I actually listen to a ton of stuff that he recommends. Uh, I think he recommended the Chris Crack album. Nigel might have recommended it first, but both of them recommended uh, the Being Woke Ain't Fun, and I ended up enjoying it a lot. So that's another one that we've mentioned on here before. Another album on here that I had never heard of until the towards the end of the year was Everything's Fine by Gene Gray and Quell Chris, which was one of the weirdest albums that I think I've heard in terms of production this year. I thought it was really good production-wise. The rapping wasn't always super poignant and just, like, my style. It was pretty, like, I don't know. It, it didn't always match the beats well. We actually enjoyed the writing more than the production. I agree. I, okay, here's the thing. I thought that the lyrics were good. I thought that the lyrics and the production were really good. It was the delivery at times was weird to me. I needed to listen to it more. I just listened to it for the first time, but I was impressed with at least trying a different kind of conscious rap album. Um in terms right. of at least what they're talking about. It was one of those things. It wasn't like I didn't rank it super high or anything, but it was just like I was happy with it. It was a fun album. Yeah, it was, it was solid. Yeah, I listened. I was surprised. Um, I heard a bunch of times. Okay, so uh, now we already get our best albums of the year, so we'll move on from, from that. Best song of the year. Uh, we had – I left this open-ended so people could write whatever they wanted. There were four songs that received two votes. Reborn by Kid Sea Ghosts. Drip Too Hard by uh, Gunna and Lil Baby, Earl Sweatshirt's The Mint, and New, uh, New Paddock by uh, Lil Uzi Vert. There were a ton of other songs that I won't read all of. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what would you say was the best song of the year for you guys? I know Jason maybe mentioned that 03 Greedo song. Block Party, end, end of conversation. Block Party by who? Sada Baby. Sada Baby. I think that was mentioned on here as well. Someone, yep, someone... That. Yep, by Block uh, Sada Baby and Drago. Uh, Block Party was on here twice, actually. So that was another one that was uh, that received a vote. Yeah, I just didn't go. see the second. Yeah, it was. No, I feel good. I feel good it was. 
it was spelled differently uh, on on here, which is why I missed it. Um, I don't know. It's one of those things where it's like stylized. That there's, it's not with a C. It's with an it's X. with an X. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that's why I missed it. Yeah. But Jason, what was your yeah. number one? I would go. I would go two or tied for me. Um, Hate the real me by Future. Uh, I, it, it's as good as everyone says. Except for me, I don't like that song. Yeah, I just don't like the production. You, that's yeah. that's my only beef with it. But yeah, you don't like the production, on it, but I mean, it, it, when we when we discuss like why we like Future, why honestly, why men, why, <laughs> why men, are t- a toxic man? <laughs> why men say they? <laughs> why men say they like Future? They mean hate the room. For sure, you know what absolutely. Mean? <laughs> like, um. I won't even. I, I won't even wrap it. Like, open up. Fuck it. Open up a steel. Don't feel me. Showed up a public show to real me. My mom is stressing out to say these drugs got me, and I ain't been the same since that nigga shot me. Like, it's 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 great. And then back to jail by O3 Greed. I think it's the best. I think well, pray for my loss is probably my favorite. But back to jail, I think is 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 it's great. I mean, it, he goes if I go. He goes. Um, he says to 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 the mother of his child. Um, would you would you like still talk to me if I when I if I go to jail? And I think, well, I'm I'm I'm, I'm pulling it up right now. I, can't, I, can't. <laughs> I really like this song. What the fuck? Is, what the fuck does he say? Yo, he goes, he goes, he goes. If I just came too hard, would you lie to a nigga and say that you loved it? I'm the one who fuck you fuck with. Never left when it was ugly. That's how I, that's how I know you love me. It's like. It, he is so good at giving you like a complex human emotion, but like not in like a very like not in like a bar type of way, but like in legitimately like he's an R and B singer and he's just singing his heart out. And um, you know yeah, no. So he back to Jim. He wants to cry, but he can't cry because he's always outside. Like right, exactly. That's oh a better God. way of. That's a better way. Yeah, of, yeah that's a better way of Jay Z's infamous infamous. Uh, I can't see him coming down my eyes, but I gotta make the song cry. That's a better way. And it's a, it's a real fucking shame that this guy's fucking going to jail now. Great. Um, he had a few songs on here that people had said "Fall Off" by him was on here. Two people Fall said. Good, two people yeah. said uh, I mean, "Floating," "Floating" by Bass Greedo. Basehead, back to jail, and prayer for my loss. I'm not sure how you guys feel about that. floating, but that two people did vote for that There's on here. Like, no, like it's it, there's no wrong answer with that album. <laughs> Me 100, 100, 100. That was the one I was like, I played that out this summer. Yeah, a few of our other favorites that were mentioned on here. Uh, Praise the Lord by ASAP Rocky, which I know Jason. Oh, that's a good. Yeah, that's a, actually, that's a terrific song. As much as I hate testing, so, terrific song. Yeah. If you just look at that song as a, a showcase for Skepta. It, it's true. And Rocky holds his own on there. Yeah, but even Rocky, even Rocky, Rocky's pretty like, good on it. I think though, why people are invested in this narrative that Rocky is like so important or special. Like he's just a guy. He's been. I think he's definitely become that. I agree with that. I, I think at first he showed a lot of promise, and he's. I pretty fell much... for it too, and I, and I, <laughs> I gave up. Overwhelming <laughs> evidence is that. Well, Jay- like I was like a good rookie year, and then everyone's like, "Well, he did." It's like it's like Tyreek Evans, yeah, Michael Carter Williams, yeah. I know Jason. Jason's theory on it is, and we've talked about it on here before, is that if he didn't just present, if he just presented himself as just another guy, no one would be this disappointed. So here's here's an opportunity I get to present another take that I I don't really like my own takes on. I'm like, oh, I can do that. <laughs> so. Like Jay Critch's album, why can't an ASAP Rocky do that? 
Like, Jay Critch isn't here to tell me that he bought a painting or whatever the fuck. It's just like, it's not. <laughs> it's not a new or anything. The same way is like, just do that. He's an artist, bro. He's an artist. That's what he says. Favorite is an album that ASAP Rocky should be able to make in his sleep. Well, I, he's just gone down a different lane. I mean, he's kind of in that same lane as a. It, it, it's such a it's such a dishonest lane. He, you know what, you know what, testing sounds like. That sounds like a guy who does LSD to <laughs> tell people he did LSD. Like, I don't understand. I don't understand his need to come across as like sophisticated and really artsy. He made a point in a lot of these like interviews and a lot of the album like um, uh, uh, like builds up um, promotions, album promotion to say that like this guy told him that this doctor in Ger- in Germany or, or wherever the fuck he was told him that he was a genius because he could make music. What? Dude, no. You're not getting any points because of that. You're not also, like, Harrison. Who, like, what understand. artist hasn't made... Uh, I mean, it's been happening since the fucking 1960s. <laughs> <laughs> this has been happening for so long. People have been on drugs and doing music. You're yeah, not, I, like, a, a, you're not the only yeah, rapper I just have to tell like, dude, I heard a Joy Division album, too, man. Like, it's... <laughs> Like, he thinks he's... I understand that he's the artist and I'm just Joe Smo from podcast and a Twitter account and blah, blah, blah. But at the same time, it's just like, you need to be more self-aware. It's like, he's so... Oh, my God. <laughs> like, he's so, like... He, he seriously legitimately thinks he's, like, the best artist out. And I just don't... How can you, like, do what you're doing and actually... He, like, like, make some decent music before he acts like this. Who did? Who Who did? Tyler, that's Tyler. Oh, Tyler yeah. is the only person who heard a Stevie Wonder song before. But yeah, Tyler has had. I, I would give Tyler. Like, I would give Tyler makes so much better music right. than Rocky does. So I'll give Tyler to do that to an extent. That's why they're best yeah. friends. And Kanye got to right. do that yeah. to an extent, right? Like I get when a lot of artists try to do that thing, where like like um like I was never a big fan of as a Jay Z fan. I was never a big fan of the whole like if skilled sold. Truth be told, I'd probably be lyrically telequally. I was never big a fan of that line because it's just like you can do that and sell records. It's not absolutely more thing. But like Jay-Z gets to do that. You know what I'm saying? Like he gets yeah, to I agree with that. like that. Like ASAP Rocky has bit off way more than I, he can share. Fair enough. I think he way set more. the standard high for himself because of a lot of the things. And it, it's another thing going back to music doesn't exist in a vacuum. Everything's affected by that. <laughs> so okay. Yeah. And also, well, I mean, I don't know how Yams affected yeah. him, right? Because, like, maybe Yams is the one who's, like, get, making all yeah. his shit tight. Whatever. He stands with a rapist, so I don't give a shit about like... him anymore. Um, so, okay. Oh, uh, a few answers that I thought were funny on here. Uh, Hi by Young Thug. This is a tough... Uh, this is a tough question, man. I don't know. Fuck this question. <laughs> Someone wrote that. Um, the, a few other ones that were on here that we've mentioned are songs that we like. Self Care was personally in my top five by Mac Miller. Absolutely love that song. The Games We Play is one of Jason's favorites. ES Tales, which ES yeah, Tales, which we discussed one. earlier. Uh, Bob, Bob Town's Finest, which I think is by far the best song on uh, Stay Dangerous. Uh, I like deeper than rap, but yeah, Playboy Cardi Flatbed Freestyles on here. Sicko Mode, obviously, someone. Mo Bamba, obviously, someone. People are going to say those songs. Uh, I just think they're good songs, but they're wildly popular. Uh, Prom King by Saba, which is one that I had it on there. Cold Hearted 2, which I know that you guys have uh, mentioned before on here. 
And uh, yeah, I think uh, Ghost Town, which is, by the way, not even that good of a song. Not even. That fun- one seemed to be the popular one that everyone's like, well, the album's not good, but that song's good at. No. No, it hasn't. Go back and listen to it. Uh, it's not good. Well, 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 I. I okay, here's I the like thing. It. I liked it like. until I listened to it uh, fifth, hand 50 times. And by the end of it, I was like, this song sounds like it was. It's 40%. It's it 40% done. Yeah. 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 It got a little old, but I do, I, I do. I'll say it's much better than the rest of the album. It would work a lot better. Like it would work a lot better if I believed that Kanye actually was sorry about things. Right. Because that song is basically like like, um, Like twin. Yeah. Right. And like runaway now has become like, I can't listen to that song because I don't believe it. I don't, you're clearly just an asshole. Like that's it. But like, but like that song is clearly the smoking gum, the like, I know I'm the, I know I'm doing wrong. I will try to do better. And it's clear he doesn't care. Wilson so like saying things. That's the best part. Who was it? The Charlie Wilson. That's like is, Char- that's- is Charlie Wilson on that song? No, he's not on that song. He's on that album song. Oh, he I- is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, he's on the song prior to it might be like one or two. Yeah, yeah. No mistakes. No, no mistakes, right? Charlie Wilson's that yeah, fucking great. Made me go listen to a bunch of old Charlie Wilson albums that 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 is what what the purpose of that album was <laughs> so uh all right moving on from that we'll go to best beat of the year um so what the fans voted for was the number one the, there were two that were tied with three votes each nice for what by drake which i for a mainstream rap song i think that is amazing terrific beat. yeah that's one of his best kinds of regional actually. sounding does his thing with it like I, new orleans bounce it's it's fantastic i can't front that 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 beat is amazing uh yeah, well, I guess we are getting the Drake. Uh, I was about to say, when are we getting? We'll get, we'll get into that. R.I.P. by Playboy Cardi also had three votes. Shooter by Playboy Cardi and Lil Uzi Vert had two votes. Smack a bitch by Rico Nasty had two votes, and Taste by Tyga and Offset had two votes. Um, That's I don't. It's it, it's the damnedest thing. Yeah, I mean, it's fine. I, I I would say the other ones on there, I probably prefer the production a little bit more, but I, I feel why people would dig that as well. Um, it, just, it just works. I'm not a Tiger fan, but it's just... No, it bangs. The the, the beat bangs. I'm not going to lie. It's just a great beat. Yeah. They don't mess it up. My, uh, oh, by the way, I forgot to say my favorite song of the year, Busy Sirens by Saba. I could go on and on about it, but that's my favorite song of the year. Uh, best beat of the year, I'm going to go with Lean For Real by Playboy Cardi and Skepta. Fucking absolutely love that beat. I think it's super catchy, super fucking trippy. I, I just love that. I don't know what it is. The way they layer his vocals on there in the background, I think it's great. It's my favorite song off Die Lit, which I think is a very, very good album. So um, what would you guys say is your best beat of the year? Hmm. <laughs> Jason, do you want to lead? Yeah. Okay. So, Death Row. Um, Freddie Gibbs featured O3 Greedo. Kenny Beats did that beat. It's really great. Um, it kind of starts off with a dip. It's like an alarm clock kind of dip, dip, dip. And it, it compliments Freddie's uh, rock really, really well. And then I would say, um, and then, then I'd say After um, after Dark by Drake. Okay. I, I really and like. uh, how about you, Harold? Yeah. So for me, obviously, Block Party, like, that's just, that song's an all-timer. So you're sticking with same same beat and same song? It's hard because the th- it was such a beat-wise, it was a year where it was like, you could pick, like, 30 beats, and they're all, another one after that, it'd probably be, I really like, well, um, 
the lift up beat. That was um Daisy Shike and uh, I don't know how to pronounce his name. I'm sorry, I thought you said lift lift yourself by Kanye. Uh, <laughs> and it's basically it's him and Almighty Suffolk. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not familiar with that one. It's almost like a West Coast grinding where it's very similar. It's very like it's very minimal, but it just works on this. That sounds great. <laughs> I'll have to check that out. Um, okay, as far as best verse of the year, we're kind of moving a little bit through this because uh, we got we got some time. Um, the uh, as far as the number one verse of the year, number one that got five votes was the story of Adonan by Pusha T. Uh, <laughs> I can't blame him. I get like, the enthusiasm for it. I feel like everything that's need to be said about that song has been said. Exactly. And I, I put it on there for mine too, only because of what it, it meant. And I, it's a good. Telling the story of 2018 and the future children, like it has to come off. It's, you know? Yeah. It's, it's a, it's a cultural artifact for sure. Exactly. Uh, yeah. Okay. So uh, Jay-Z's what, What's Beef uh, got three votes on here. Oh, uh, come on, guys. He rapped, for, he rapped for two minutes too long. <laughs> and on. Jason, like, it's coming from you. Like Jay-Z is in like, all of our top five. We don't have to do this with every verse. <laughs> it, it, everyone did it with Kanye until this year, too, to be fair. Oh, I mean, it, God, where it's just like, like it's so weird because now we got yelled at. Everyone like, it, if it was 1999, that verse would be It's okay. Yeah, I know exactly. There's a there's a whole sect of rappers that people don't like because they rap off beat. But when the one of the greatest of all time does it, it's totally fine. It doesn't make any sense. See, Blueface would have killed that song though. That's the thing. Like, yeah, I mean, dude, I mean, he's a famous <laughs> crit. I'm sure there's gonna be like one person who's like, oh my god, but like. <laughs> No, it's a, and look, like it's a good like word, it. right? Like he, he's obviously still, he's obviously, he obviously can still write yeah. his ass off. You know what I mean? Like he, it's, it's still a good verse, but he's just not as tight with the flow. Exactly. Anymore. He's you know never gonna he's lose his writing ability. That's what made Four Forty Four a good album, as compared to because that was the one where he finally gave up and was like, "Okay, I'm an old man." Like, yeah, exactly. He just accepted it. Right. Right. I mean, right. I'm an old man. I'm going I to write like my ass off. Like, it's going to be a little choppy, but I'm just going to. I feel like yeah. he's like, oh, I could still compete with Drake in that. Like, no, man. Okay. And the uh, the first verse of Hate the Real Me by Future was got. Yes. That got. The, oh, I like that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I, Jason definitely voted on here. No. Uh, <laughs> uh, Earl Sweatshirt on December 24th got two votes, which is kind of one, one long verse. That was what, probably my favorite or second favorite song off his album. I, it took me so long. I just kept rewinding that. Bad Acid did damage to my mental. Is sticks in my head. Um, uh, granny on the drip drink. Like, so, oh, so catchy. Uh, so, granny on the drip drink. What did he just say? And then you figure it out. And it's like, that's what, you know, that's what they say. Bars. Yeah, it's fucking, it's fucking great. All right, so um, uh, the last one that I'm going to read off here is IDK, but Gunna could have been a preacher. <laughs> so someone did chose to just say that Gunna could have been a preacher instead of giving their favorite verse. Some other ones that were thrown out there. Okay, I'm not going to read off all of them because there's a ton of random ones. Kanye's verse on Kidsy Ghost, which didn't really make any sense to me. Um, there's a bunch of different shit on here. Prom by Saba, another one that I... Um, Thug on Offshore, which we'll talk about later. Um, there, and then there's... 
uh, I don't even know who said this. I think it might have. So it's two, one person said Lil Wayne's second verse on Mona Lisa. Someone said Mona Lisa. And I don't know if we heard the same song, but like, I don't like, I don't know what it like Carter five is like, it's a hard album to talk about. It's very much kind of like a Drake thing where it's like, here's here's a pile of songs. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. It's a da- as you yeah. said, didn't you call it a data dump? Yes, very much. It's a data dump. Which is fun. Like he was on hold for five. Dope niggas there's is a bunch great of good song. songs on there. Dope niggas but great. there's a bunch of songs on there. But Mona Lisa just yeah. Oh, this is this is the one that it's like this is the one where you're supposed to show people you can rap. I hate those Yeah, I totally understand that. I think that's something that we've discussed on here before too. Um as far as verse of the year goes though. I don't need I don't need a I don't need a playing storytelling song. Yeah, no, I totally understand that. What what would you say your verse of the year is? For me, it's offshore. Offshore, okay. Just goes off on that. I mean, it's a really good verse. I'll slap the shit out of Donald Trump any day. Like that's just (laughs) relatable. All right, Jason, uh, what was your favorite verse of the year? So J Rock on ES Tales, the first verse is I think it's the I think it's probably someone said verse two. Someone said verse two was. No, they're wrong. Verse I agree one with is that. the better verse one. one is better. Um, um, uh, yes, it's better than the Money Cheese verse. He goes, I know a nigga doing double jizzes, bust the head wide for another nigga who's scared to rep his set right. Now in solitary, doing pushes Ooh. by his bedside. All he wants is a green dot. They told me keeping himself fly. Don't come around without your pass. Niggas on they tip. Zero tournaments on niggas' money. Niggas want they shit. It's an um, unbelievable it's, it's, verse. It's, it's, it's Great, yeah, it's it's great street shit. I mean, it's probably my favorite. Yeah, it's it's fantastic. Yeah. Another one that was mentioned twice was uh, "Infrared" by Pusha T for obvious reasons. How but much Pusha... Sada Baby was mentioned. That's what I need to know. What's that? How much Sada Baby? Any Sada Baby verse mentions? I'll start busting out. Verses. I don't see any verses by Sada Baby. I did see there were songs by Sada Baby, but no verses. Oh, that's too bad. Yeah. yeah. Full of quotables. I mean, you're already like, I will fuck the party up with my dance moves. That's like line of the year right there. <laughs> That's, I already love it and I haven't even heard it yet. So, uh, all right. So, so as far as the uh, best feature verse of the year, um, Jay Z's What's Free had the most. Sorry, Jason. Uh, it had six. Uh, and it's just like, as a Jay Z fan, like that really offends me. <laughs> Because, like, why are you opening it up to these <laughs> like, people? You just got a bunch of Jay-Z stands. Yeah, I guess, apparently. <laughs> it's, it's my fault. I think it's, it might be my fault. But, like, it just, it, it just offends me. It's just, like, listen to Streets is talking for me. Honestly, how about that? Like, <laughs> you know, like, how about that? Yo, he said, remember when he was, like, he was, like, I took so much trips in a whip that if the cops pulled me over, the dog would get sick. I was like, yeah. <laughs> Like, listen to that again. Like, please. so I, I guess it's just a difference of opinions here. Um, I tend to agree with you. I think that Jay Z's passes prime in terms of rapping. It's a solid verse. Yeah, like, I don't I listen. Don't... To like, oh yeah, old hove is back. If you take off that last Ross line, I think Ross has a better verse. Um, uh, Ross of all people is now talking about other people's legitimacy issues. Yeah, the irony. Yeah, How far that's too so odd. That is. Oh. <laughs> Man, look at yourself in the mirror, buddy. Please. So, other songs, speaking of Rick Ross, that received uh, other verses, feature verses, that received three votes were Hard Piano, Rick Ross's verse. Um, 
that's uh, and his voice is great on that. His yeah, no complaints about that one. Young Thug on Offshore, as we've mentioned, uh, very very good verse. I think that's a f- fantastic verse. Um, Future on King's Dead, which kind of surprised me just because of the la di da di da part, but I can't lie, I like that verse a lot. Um, and J- and then the only one that I believe had two was J Cole on Boblo Boat, which was I think on the Royce to Five Nine album. Um, I thought J Cole had a lot of good features this year. I don't even know. I heard that once or twice. I don't know. I I thought he had better. Ver- I thought J. his verse on the twenty. 20- I he had some that were like pretty pretty phoned. I agree with that. I I think that the Twenty One Savage one was really good. I think he had a handful of of random features that were really he good. Did and Bag Yo's album, and I don't know why they just. I know that was a weird. He does that every once in a while. He was on like a Yo Gotti album a few years ago. He does like yeah, random. He does these like charity features. I don't care. <laughs> he did okay so another one that was mentioned a j cole feature on here which i thought was probably better than uh uh the other ones some of the other ones we mentioned was the pretty little fears verse on black's album i actually thought that was one of his yeah, yeah was it, it was good. good it was good once in a while he'll do something where you're like be like okay this is it and yeah then, like, and then some, and then the other this stuff is not like, it oh, chief a, yes like, i why? agree <laughs> um, <laughs> so uh another a few other ones that were mentioned on here oh three greedo on draco the rulers out the slums uh two chain did oh yeah, three greedo on death row i think that's his song though so that doesn't make any sense uh oh, what no death row? oh no that that is Freddie's song. No, that's You're right. Freddie. You're yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, yeah. so 03 Rito was mentioned yeah. there. Don Tolliver on Travis Scott's Can't Say. Um, Big Very Bank, good. yeah, it's a good verse. Big Big Bank by 2 Chains on the YG song. This one was something I didn't agree with. Actually, okay, Big Sean I agree with that. We've discussed Bang. that before. Although I hate Big Sean, he actually I don't stand with Jason. Yeah, you don't. You don't. I think Big Sean actually I, does uh, have the best I, version there. I'm team 2 Chains. Okay, fair enough. I mean, that's I, I think that's a personal taste thing, but I thought Sean actually had a great yeah, verse sure. on there. Like, too, if you, uh, you can. Oh, but like, I hate Big Sean too. Don't get me wrong. Story about that two chain verse is I made fun of Nikki, and then they dug up a tweet where I said I cut off Big Bang before her verse starts, and then they started giving me endless shit for that two chain. So, oh no. <laughs> so, yeah, I understand why you got to stand in, in two chains. I was soundly ridiculed for it once. So now I can't be budged. That, that's my verse. No, I absolutely understand that. Okay. So, a uh, few other verses that were mentioned on here. Gunna was mentioned twice for his verse on Chanel Go Get It and on Yosemite. Um, also, there was Bad Bunny on I Like It. There was Drake on Sicko Mode. New Earl Sweatshirt, which was barely even a verse. I didn't get that one. Someone said Kendrick Lamar's verse on Lil Wayne's Mona Lisa. Now, let me just say something here. I'm probably one of the biggest Kendrick Lamar fans that you'll meet in your entire life. That verse is fucking trash, dude. (laughs) That verse is terrible. How could anyone have that as their favorite feature verse of the year? I feel like that was sitting around for a while, too. It was. It was recorded. Oh, it's got to it, be 2012. That was that, that was from that the, around be. the time that he's he he recorded. So there was a period in time between Good Kid, Mad City, and To Pimp a Butterfly. That yeah, I thought that that album. I thought that I thought. Yeah, I thought he got famous. Yeah, I thought To Pimp a Butterfly was gonna fucking suck because I remember he had the verse on the J Rock song uh, "Pay for It." He had the verse on "Love Story" by Eminem. He had. Uh, Tame Impala remix of Backwards, which is honestly one of the worst songs I've ever heard. 
Kendrick had a period of time where I thought that he was never going to recover and be the same, but then he came out with Spoof Butterfly, and I was like, okay, I was wrong. And obviously, you know, fucking rest is history. He's had an amazing feature versus a lot of really good albums. But, like, it feels like people, like, it's like, dude, you can just say this is not a good Kendrick. Yeah, exactly. It's like, just because you like him, he's terrible or anything. Like, you can have him. Like, even Jay-Z did the Ha remix. Like, it happens. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, there's there are plenty of examples of good rappers doing bad verses, and that's one of them. Right. All right. like, I don't know why Mona Lisa was a song, like, but that's what he did. He had to chase. <laughs> he had to do his weird little voice thing that he does. He didn't even know how to pronounce the uh, the unfortunate fellow from Florida. He didn't even know how to pronounce his name. XXX ten tension. That's the best part about that album. You're not that's you're supposed to say Tentacion or something. I don't know. Tentacion, yeah, yeah. You're supposed to say it and I just didn't retain. It. <laughs> uh, all right, so what was your best feature verses from you guys? Did you have feature verses? I don't know if I told you about this one. <laughs> um I I wasn't yeah, I mean Greedo I, I know I'm talking about Greedo a lot, but and free Greedo, but like Greedo on Death Row is great because what a lot of what Greedo does is like he's very like uh, anti like old school and like, but at the same time I kind of think it's like a joke that he kind of lo- he kind of sort of loves old school because this is based on the Easy exactly. E verse and he's like the Easy E goes who's that in the street in my six four, Greedo saying who's my street in 018. I mean it, it, it's ever wanted to really hear yeah. Greedo out on the jukebox thing because he explained if he it's easy to just run with like full quotes from what he was saying about it but he was more just saying like it was about I, the authenticity. Yeah, he's like, I'm going through what he told you guys about, and it's not how he's telling you it was. Like, I Wait, which is, yeah, exactly. Which is, I mean, that's a very weird. Like, a lot of people wanted to be like, he can't say that. Like, do you, did you lose a good chunk of your leg? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Are I mean, he's been through some shit. A life sentence right now. Like, I think, I think I'll defer to him here. Yeah, I, th- I would say he's the expert on those. Things. Yeah, I mean, I listen. I'm a guy who thinks that Tupac has now become underrated. Right, like, if you put like, all eyes on Like, me. if it's a larger conversation about yeah. being respectful to Tupac, okay. But Greedo was, of course, it's, you know, he's going to phrase it in a saucy way and get clicks. But there wasn't, he wasn't just talking just to talk. It's unfortunate that he's more famous for that yeah. than anything else. Right. You would think. And then I mean, this verse is terrific. Yeah, I mean, uh, who's uh, the damage in my 018? Sending the bitches, serving the fiends. I mean, he. He could he, he can rap, man. I, I mean, I could do a feature, do a show, hit the dealership, ask Channel Seven. People say I'm really dealing shit. I mean, yeah, he's good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So that, he's that, good. Yeah. That's that's your overall uh, statement on that. He's a good. He's good. He can, he's good. He he's can do it. Like, he can rap, man. Like, just listen. Just listen. He can rap. It's like there's yeah, a lot of I mean, there's a lot of ill-informed Greedo takes because his tapes are so long, and I wish people would just say, "Hey, I didn't listen to your 40 songs." Like, well, if you listen. to 40 songs. There's a ton of the songs there where he's rapping. Legitimately, he'll, if, it's, if it's 40, I promise you all, whoever's listening to this still, if there's 40 songs on a Greedo album, 37 of them will be 37? Wow, okay. No, 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 that's but like, I'm so like, I was intimidated, like, too. Like I, like, I heard about him. Like, Jeff was obviously very early on him. Jeff was right at that center. And, like, I knew about him. Jeff and Paul were always big on it, but I would look at those projects and be like, oh my God. And then finally one day I sat down with, you know, I started from the beginning with the first Purple Summer. And I was like, oh, okay, I'll listen to it. I'll just listen to it till I get bored of it. And then 25 tracks later, I'm like, oh man, it's almost over. 
<laughs> you didn't I don't want this to end. Um as far as I guess okay, just for time's sake, um your favorite feature verse is still the thug verse, I assume if it was your favorite verse it's yeah, okay. Short verse until the wheels fall off. So okay, there we go. My favorite was personal favorite was Frank Ocean on Purity. I think it's one of Frank that's probably Oh, that's a great one. It's no, my favorite Frank feature yeah. uh, rap verse. He's had a few pretty good ones, but I think that's by far his best. Uh, I, I think Sunday is a really my good one, one too. But the reason that I think that I like Purity more is because it sounds like a Frank song that ASAP happens to feature on, and it's ASAP's album. Uh, so, uh, yeah. as far as all of those, uh, you know, we, any of the 265 Drake features, was someone else said. Um, as far as best hook goes, uh, there were only two that had votes more than one in my feelings by Drake and drip too hard by Gunna and Lil baby, which once again has, is, is up there. It's definitely a fan favorite. Um, my favorite hook of the year is rerun by Quavo, Quavo and Travis Scott. I think they, when those two make songs together outside of that one mixtape, they tend to make really catchy, good songs. I like that one a lot. Uh, there's a whole other hand, but there's a Saudi baby on here. Um, there's Stargaze and there's Ghost Town. There's Knock It Off by J-Rock. There's Sold Out Dates by Gunna, Drip or Drown by Gunna. A lot of Gunna on here. Anything Gunna did. Any Sierra Wax song. Mo Bamba by Shaq West. Um, so there's a ton of shit on here. She Bad by Cardi B. Um, what were your favorite hooks of the year? Did you guys have a favorite hook? Was there anything that really like lured you or is I have to say that about hooks this year was Draco, who's not somebody who I think I, I gotta give him props here because I don't think he's somebody who would get credit for hooks necessarily. Like I think even the people who like Draco are probably more, oh, he can rap his ass off. But I don't rap beef is incredible because he somehow that hook, like the material for it just doesn't lend itself to a hook, but he makes it out. Sometimes those are the best hooks. He says dealing with some things you perceive as post-traumatic. And that's a hook. <laughs> it doesn't really sound like much of a hook. He just bend, He can bend the English language to his will in a way that I, just a lot of people can't. All right. Yeah. I mean, I, I sometimes, like, if I were to talk about, like, um, non-mainstream West Coast rappers, Greedo, I mean, not Greedo, sorry. Draco will probably be my third guy. I'd probably go Greedo number one. G Perico number two, and then um, Draco. Um, I think that Perico for me is just like much more easier to listen to digest, but Draco like is legitimately bending the language in a way that no one's done. Just for me, like just stripping away all the regions from it, he's just one of the best rappers alive, like full stop. No, yeah, legitimately. Like, I legit- believe Patrick yeah, Weiss yeah, called his album the best of the year. I can't remember. Uh, also, it's a very ghost face ask where he's making up making up lingo as he goes, basically. And right, and then exactly, Jason, exactly, what would did exactly. you have a favorite hook of the year, or are you just uh, you're gonna set this one up? Nah, I'm just. I didn't have. Yeah, I didn't really have a favorite hook of the year. Um, I do have like a hot. Can I say a hot take though? You know what the greatest rap hook of all time is? Mm, I don't know. Everyday struggle by Biggie. He goes. The argument he goes, that leads to saying Biggie's the best at anything is getting zero argument for me. <laughs> like, it, he's not singing, but he goes. This is what he goes on the chorus. He goes, "I don't want to live no more." Sometimes I hear death knocking at my front door. I'm living every day like a hustler, another drunk to juggle, another struggle. That's fuck, man. That's so wrong. That's a really, really good one. There's a handful of songs that I probably could think of that uh, I stand above in terms. I think making hooks is one of the hardest 
parts of music in general. And I know that people, oh, it's easy pop music. No, it's really fucking hard. If you talk to any musician, to make a good fucking hook is really, really difficult. Um, which is why, weirdly enough, one of my favorite ones is incredibly poppy. And I don't really like all that poppy stuff all that much but i i really enjoyed that one all right so we're gonna get to our last two topics here from the fan poll which are probably gonna be some of the most fun that we've had on this episode the first one being the worst hip-hop album of the year uh five people voted kamikaze by eminem three three voted oh, okay. three voted quavo what's that? that tracks. what's that i said that tracks yeah, I mean, I can't argue with it. Uh, Quavo Huncho got three votes. Scorpion tracks. Scor- Scorpion, Scorpion by Drake. I'm going to do a little rant about that. How okay. do you have on your album? Scorpion. Scorpion's perfectly above. It's perfectly above. Scorpion's just popular. How does Quavo have Davido on his album? And you, re- you relegate him to some verse on a, a random song at the end. It's Davido. He's an international superstar. Hook master. Why is that like not a guy you're doing like a single with or something? Like Clearly, that. he's not the best curator. If you've listened to his hundred plus songs that were released this year, I guess this was the year that we learned. Like, wow, Travis Scott knows what he's doing more than we give him credit for. I that's the he's thing the about the Quavo album is like the only there were like a handful of songs that I thought were decent, and Travis was on one of them. Yeah, I mean, curating an album is not an easy thing to do. Quavo proved that. Um, I think that we discussed that. We had a whole episode on that, so I won't go any further on that. It was a very goofy album. Definitely did not live up to any expectation. Uh, Yay by Kanye received two votes. Nasir by Nas received two votes. Total Xanarchy by Lil Xan received two votes. Skin by XXXTentacion. Um, I to say something about Lil Xan. Just let him not exist anymore. I know. We can just ignore him. We don't have to put him on this. Um <laughs> Beer Bongs and Bentleys by Post Malone received two, and Dummy Boy by Six Nine, which had just come out that week, I believe, that I released this poll, or it might have been like a chance to pick up enough. That album is terrible. Like, yeah, that one actually. It's not even like, oh my god, we have to rail against you know bad people. It's just he's just not good at music. I don't. I don't no, get it's it. an awful, awful, awful album. I, I had that as my worst album, but I also had an EP on there by. Uh, hooligans by vic mensa is one of the most unlistenable i heard one song on it that i didn't mind but the rest of it had that one really good tape the innate tape or whatever that was yeah and ever internet tape and since then has released pretty much nothing but garbage um so those were my two least and funny enough those two hate each other they're beefing so uh they they both are on my worst hip-hop albums of the year it's a really unfortunate thing because i think vic mensa probably isn't a bad person like six nine is but um I just did not fuck with that at all. Do you guys have anything for your worst hip hop albums of the year? Um, no. Like Kamikaze is the one. I figured you gave it a two out of ten on here. Yeah. Well, uh, actually, let me let me because uh, like the six nine album I hate and um, no testing. You think testing is testing, worse than testing. Kamikaze? Yeah. Testing? Yeah. Is- yeah. No, I do. I do. At least Eminem is honest. At least Eminem is honest. It's just, okay, like, Kamikaze, like, it's all about expectations, right? Like, Eminem, like, who is sitting down with the Eminem album in the year of our Lord 2018 and saying, yeah, I'm coming to this in good faith, expecting quality rap. True. You're going to laugh at it. At least Rocky, I'm like, well, maybe he'll do something I like. Yeah. Well, but I'll say this much about testing. Just like Rocky's because I actually... I, I was hoping for something. 
Okay, I, I think that's a fair take, but I'll say this much. From a musical standpoint, there is nothing that touches Praise the Lord or Purity or Fuck Sleep or Tony Tone. Like, production-wise and stuff, but it's just, like, his right, like, ASAP Rocky's writing is just, like, I, I, I don't know what song I'm talking about on there, but I know I didn't hallucinate this. I've made sure of it. On there where it's, you know, it's supposed to be very deep rapping about his feelings on things. Basically ends with a whole thing about how the women he used to go out with now just post things on Instagram to look happy, and they're doing it despite him personally. That sounds like a Drake line. It's like ends on that. And I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> That's self-absorbed. That this is your big deep thing you needed to tell me. I'm an incredibly self-absorbed man. The album. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm not going to sit here and defend the album because someone else did say it was one of the worst. I got testing. Okay, there were a few on here that I know that Jason's probably going to scream in one second when I read them. Uh, other responses included Carter Five, Everything is Love, and what? And that mean. Carter Five too. Like those are two albums. There's way too much garbage this year. At least by far more. Big no, there were plenty of good songs on those albums. Um, Stay Dangerous was it. Okay, they didn't say stay dangerous. They okay, look, look, look. YG, YG legitimately has two albums that you can say are the best rap albums of this decade, and I and I would dap you up if you said it. Like, but that's not this one. My Crazy Life is a five. <laughs> but we're not album. talking about My Crazy Life. Bill Brazy is a five mic album, and this one just happened to be. I mean, I I personally like, don't. Fuck, I would never say it was the worst album of the year because I think it actually has some pretty good songs. But they what the full comment was. I don't know. Stay Dangerous was pretty disappointing. So I think it was coming from a YG fan that expected on the same level as his first two albums. I don't think that they're really saying that it's... This is similar to his mixtapes. That's why this YG fan must be for the birds. Uh, I don't know. They say It said Stay Dangerous was very disappointing. Other albums that received votes were Queen by Nicki Minaj, Daytona by Pusha T, which is weird. It's like an overcorrection. Yeah, they're just going. They're being a uh, what? What am I? What's the word I'm looking for here? A uh, you know what? Contrary. contrary, exactly. So the, there's that, and then one that I was entirely surprised by because I didn't even know people knew this album enough to say it was the worst. Taboo by Denzel Curry. I was like, that was that's a pretty good album because that's one of those albums where that's a polarizing album though. Because now I listened to it and it was like it's not bad or it's like it's all right. It's not great to me, but and then the people who liked it were way over the top with it. The people, so props to him, I guess, because it's hard to get that much of a reaction out of people. I know that's what I'm saying. Very polarizing, apparently. So as uh, we we've gone through, we've said all of our. Now we're on our final one, which is our worst hip hop song of the year. There was one that received five votes, and keep in mind, this is an open ended thing. We only got a handful of votes, and five people said Fifi by 6 9 is the worst rap song of the year. Five people voted for that. Another, All of those people are probably Valet fans who realize that 216's flow should not be tampered with by amateurs. And that was on uh, best one of the best, best verses of the year, Valet. It's like a little kid got the keys to the bedroom. <laughs> it's weird because that guy has inspired so many rappers and has still not gotten his due, but he will, I'm sure. Um stands next to Kanye by the time he's going to start getting his due. And then by the time he does, it's going to be like, Oh God, can you guys stop giving him his due? Yeah. It w- I mean, it's very much in the same vein as Travis Scott or Kid Cudi or some, whoever stands next to Kanye is going to eventually get there. 
do you think he's actually standing next to Kanye? He's though? I like Pusha T's True, really that's running good point. things though. Like Pusha's running things for good music at this point. That's a good point. I, I never really. I don't know what it. Yeah, I guess he signs people. That's pretty cool. Though. He just does all the work. That's, that's the Kanye's. Yeah, he's he's got the uh, title listen to too, the Joe Budden they... interview. I don't. I won't tell anyone to ever listen to Joe Budden for obvious reasons, but. I will say, listen to that interview. He clearly has no no idea. But he's president and title only. It's not that Kanye is doing the job, but someone else is doing it. You make the... Oh, okay, okay. Because Kanye gave him the title. He was literally just like, do you want to do this Pusha had and no like... answers to anything. <laughs> and, like, I, lo- I like Pusha, and I don't mean to shit on the guy, but, like, clearly he ain't fucking doing like he's not he's not really the doing fucking you know the at least any of like the overseeing um but uh so uh, another song that got a lot of votes was i'm upset by drake which was number three i'm upset's not that bad i mean i i tend to think i i think it's a bad song weird because i feel like drake there's a lot of drake verses that everybody likes and i'm like i don't know about that verse and then everyone gangs up on certain drake verses and i'm like okay that's the one that's the line we're drawing the the reason i don't like that song is because i know drake can make so much better music and it was the second single off the album that was the really weird thing to me because true aren't you aren't you the drake guy who like likes when he like just goes no No, I don't. Okay, so the, the, no, the, the Drake Hill that I'm on personally is that I'm tired of him rapping. Like, just I don't like his rapping all that much or, at all. All my favorite Drake songs are like R and B Drake, pop Drake. Okay, okay, all right. So oh, that's that's yeah. what all of us think. Yeah, because my favorite Drake song. Yeah, my Jungle. jungle um, like, hold hold on, we're going dark, home. Yeah. Marvin's room. I'm more of that kind of Drake. Fan. Yeah. I don't know. Marvel's Room is a little bit too. Like, oh, I like that. I like Bad yeah. Boy Drake sometimes. Um, so, in my feelings, by Drake was also on there. Number two, I don't. Whatever that song's whatever to me. I don't really give a shit about it. Um, Lucid Dreams by Juice World got two votes, and WESPN by Sheck West got two votes, which I didn't even know enough. I didn't even know people knew that song. Mud Mud Boy. Yeah, I fuck I with Mud Boy. Um, so there were five. Song Chippy Chippy is his is, is unsung tune. Oh, that's the one that me and Jason didn't like, but it's <laughs> all right. Um, so there are five Kanye songs that were included on this list of worst song of the year All Mine, Thought About Killing You, I Love It, Ecstasy, and Lift Yourself. Uh, one person didn't understand, two people didn't understand, they just said Eminem was their answer for worst song of the year. <laughs> <laughs> the it's just that's me, and then, man. Even I, even I don't hate Eminem all that much. Another person said Kamikaze. I thought they, they might have thought it was the album section. And someone said Venom, and I agree. That actually is my worst song of 2018. I don't think that Kamikaze's, oh, I don't think Kamikaze's so quite as terrible as his other shit, and I don't think that it's probably even my worst album of the year. But Venom is a fucking horrible song, and that's probably my least favorite song. There were a few that I was, like, struggling back and forth with. Venom, um... I can't really think of the other one. The Fifi song's not very good, but it's, I don't know if it's, I don't, I really don't. It's just like, oh, cool. Like you, you, you also heard of a lay song. Like, that's cool. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. To me, it's, yeah. I, and then they did yeah. that. Oh no. I, I, I remember my worst song of the year now. It's Huncho Dreams. I think that's the worst. I think that that's even worse than the Eminem song. Yeah. That Quavo album was pretty shitty. <laughs> song and nikki did the dream song 
where she tried to shame Thug for being gender neutral with his clothing choices. Which I didn't <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, but hers was at least clever and funny and Barbie Dreams. Barbie Dreams was one of her best songs. Got people to talk about her album for a little bit. And it's and and it also it goes like it's like a, she's flowing. To freedom. Quavo's yeah. was like <laughs> to say that. Like, Who just yelled to freedom? Me. <laughs> <laughs> what is? Oh man. All right. Well, I think uh, we're almost at two hours now, so I think it's a good time to end this pod, Harold. This was so much this was fun. A lot of I love I love the fact that. I love the fact that we just did a two-hour pod. I love it. Telling you now that that was bad choice. It, whatever. It's. I mean, we'll listen to it later, and we'll see if you're still listening. We love you. I can't believe that you've listened this long. But uh, no, no, I listen. Uh, all our, I we we had a great year, or we had a fun year. Um, and I can't wait to give you guys more in 2019. Me and Troy, we're gonna work hard. Yes, sir. Every week. Shit. And That's where we're making yeah, our goal to have an episode yeah, out every week. They're gonna upgrade. They'll get better people than me. Don't worry. This That's stuff. it's true. We're gonna we're gonna Stop we're it. gonna recast Stop Harold uh, for next week. No, you are definitely invited back on the pod in the future. Anything whenever you want. You to. want. It was great whenever having you want. on. We really appreciate it. And you know what? Let's have a great 2019, guys. <laughs> all jokes aside, we did listen. All the best to you. I hope all of your dreams come true. I hope you stay incredibly blessed and thank you guys for listening. Peace. Later. Peace.